Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. It's time for the Life is Like a Game Show podcast hour with your hosts, Jonathan Nielsen, producer Eric Watkins, Harry Broadhurst, and... Myself, Brian Espinoza. You are listening to another episode of Life is Like a Game Show here on the W2M Network, a W2M Network feature presentation. How are we doing this evening, gentlemen? Swamped, but good. We're only going to be one hour. I mean, the man does have a point with us. I, yeah, you know what? This is these are some these are actually some interesting like bread and butter. We could talk about game shows. So yeah, it's it's not gonna it's gonna be over an hour, but it yeah, just doesn't flow right if I say the life is like a game show podcast two hours. I well, I'll tell you guys what I'll do my best to keep this inside of two. How's that two sound? Hmm. Uh, two and two I, I, hours. Yeah, we're not I going mean, past two hours. Two two, we're not going past. Gimmick infringement is a W2M network exclusive. Okay. Speaking of which, good evening, afternoon, whenever you happen to be listening, and welcome to Life is Like a Game Show here on the W2M network. I am your host. I am the voice of reason, allegedly. My name is Harry Broadhurst. Joining me, as per usual, as introduced by our announcer, We'll get to them in alphabetical order, starting with said announcer, Brian Espinoza. Good evening. The executive producer, Eric Watkins. A man who knows a thing or two about flow in certain occasions. Family? Shh. Never mind. <laughs> and JTN himself, Jonathan Nielsen. And tonight we got news, everyone. Is it so leading off with the news desk? I'll be honest uh, with you. In the pre-show was so. I mean, honest. Fuck? I don't know what the order. I know the basic order of the show, but I don't know where we were fitting in the news desk at. Honestly, it's not the worst idea to lead off with the news desk, especially because there's so much to deep dive into with the rest of the the match. Honestly, honestly, with with how big the news is, or at least one of the items on the news desks is, it how really. Big? That's for the rest of the show, you sad sack of potatoes. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's actually a uh, appropriate to lead off with our breaking news from yesterday. Uh, then allow me to introduce the story. To blow the load early. Oh, hush. Allow me to introduce Family the Family show! 
Damn it, now you're infringing on my gimmicks! The shit is this? I just finished my last oatmeal cream pie, too. Ain't that about a bitch? Anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh my All right. So we start with... I, I, okay, y'all are going to kill my voice at the end of this. I'm all so right, glad we, I got some tea. We start with the biggest story. The queen is dead. Long live the queen. Yes. Uh, and we go to our resident anchorman here on Life is Like a Game Show. That would be Brian Espinosa. I've gotten an upgrade from announcer to anchor bad. I'll take it. Uh, yes. Stay classy, Espinosa. <laughs> That's gimmick infringement on the kickoff. Oh, damn. Jesus Christ. We got a trophy. This is going to be a good day. Uh, also, also, hello to our one loyal friend and true. Oh, wait a minute. We already covered that show. Hi, Toby. Um, Randy might swing in eventually as well. Who knows? Yeah, so uh, as as uh, Harry so eloquently put it, the queen is dead. Long live the queen. Uh, no, Queen Elizabeth has not passed away. However, Queen Amy Schneider of Jeopardy reign uh, has been toppled. Uh, she 40 games and done. Um, she is what the third longest appearance streak. Was that correct, Eric? Second, second. longest second longest streak. What is she third? second? Third in money. Okay, I had it backwards. Yep. Third in regular season money. Uh, so Jeopardy yeah. Terms, yes. Um, Jennings. Uh, I'm getting Jen- that. Shut. Hold your horses, Nielsen. Jen- Jennings and Hol and Holzhauer, right? Um. Yeah. So uh, Jennings and Holzhauer are ahead of her on money. Um. She's only behind Jennings in appearances. Well, yeah, and- but that's because. That's because James was putting up monster numbers in almost all of his wins. James is a professional Vegas gambler. The man knew how to work the odds. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, Jonathan. Oh, shut up. I'm getting to that. Holy hell. Stop jumping the gun. You're worse than a fucking high school. Again, football. this is. He's this... worse than a varsity football player on prom night right now. I mean, this is someone who always loves to blow his load early. So what do you expect? Family show! <laughs> God, y'all are going to kill me. <laughs> are y'all trying to kill my voice so I can't do Michael Berger later? Because I feel like that's the current, like, goal. I think Why, I whatever like... are you possibly discussing? This was I... not rearranged whatsoever. I, I think I just legit popped Eric with a notebook throw. Uh, anyways, um, Schneider was particularly known for excelling in final, right? In final jeopardy. And that ended up proving to be her downfall. So gentlemen, I don't care if you know it or not, play the hell along. Uh, the final jeopardy category countries of the world. Does this mean you have a question? No, 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 it does not. Somebody hat this man. Gimmick infringement is still a W2M network exclusive. That's my bit. Technically, it was my bit. We're uh, full of bit. Uh, yes, yes, we are. <laughs> we are. All right, gentlemen. Final wait, 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 wait. Before we do that, out of the way. You know what? Yeah, that was warranted. That was warranted. I'm, I'm assuming that was for mine. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. I'll take it. One monkey for me. All right. For the fourth time now, gentlemen, <laughs> Final Jeopardy category, countries of the world. The clue. Ooh. The only nation in the world whose name in English ends in an H. It's also one of the ten most populous. I actually would have known this even if oh wait, never mind. All right, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Eric first. Mr. Watkins, what was your response to today's final Jeopardy category? What is today's Bangladesh? Yes, you're correct. And how much did you wager? Nobody gives a fuck. It was probably 420 anyways. Uh 69 420. I had a great game, okay. More like family show $120.69 but moving on you can't uh, wager in cents otherwise i would have not my fault you don't program this, decimals in your computer. okay that, all right this, mr broadhurst this makes no sense <laughs> uh check my he, username he, he took he took a he took the bit and went too far with it <laughs> he took the joke and went too far that's what happened take take a look at my username I'm sorry, we can't accept that. It's not in the form of a question. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> and Mr. Nielsen. If it makes you. you feel any if it makes you feel any better, the, my, my wager was made up and it really doesn't matter. And what is Bangladesh? Yes, you're all right. The correct answer is indeed Bangladesh. And I can thank you knowing that to a friend of mine who literally lived right around the corner from me when I lived in New York. Who his family was from there, and they moved back to Bangladesh. Shouldn't we ask Ladesh before we bang them? Family show! Thank you. There's the cycle. Thank you. At least now I don't have to fucking do one or... Um, I believe the team requires a monkey for going full psych on the family show gimmick. Very well, no. then. Uh, fine, whatever. And now we don't have to use it anymore. Well, I mean, basically, if you want to, we can look at this as a uh, Family Guy Spider-Man theory. Everybody gets one. Uh, but yeah, Amy Schneider did not write down a response to that question. She did not know it. Um, and it ended up costing her. Um. <laughs> That I will say, having watched that show, uh, Double Jeopardy, that was a very solid round, and that was a, a great setup for our new champion. He he was really on it. All right, so I'm so, gonna ask. So, courtesy of the of the of the New York Times, which is apparently according to uh, Jeopardy themselves, I don't have the where an official the, partner of the New York Times. No. I'm pretty sure they probably just found this information. An actual on credible academic source. I'm sure yes. they probably just found this information on Jeopardy's website somewhere, but I'm not bothered to check their sources. Um, of the clues that Schneider answered, she was right. 95, a whopping 95% of the time. And gave the correct responses when she hit the daily double 87 percent of the time 
Uh, I actually have a website for that, guys. If you've ever heard of the JeopardyFan.com, I uh, J Archive. Well, no, J Archive is for gameplay. The JeopardyFan.com actually keeps track of like the player statistics and stuff. They did a huge ass run when Holzhauer was on his thing, and then obviously they did like a, a special tribute when Trebek passed away. I'm guessing much the same way they, as they had the special section section. For Holzhauer, they probably have a special section dedicated to Schneider's run as well. I'm, I'm sure pulling it up right now as we speak. If I remember correctly, her run started after Trebek passed, right? But it wasn't yes. too long after. Correct. It was after the um, perpetual Dick of the Week uh, at his saga. I thought oh, she yeah. was in the middle of Dick of the Week. Oh, no, because remember, that was Amodio's uh, run. Right. Amodio was the one that was going on in the middle of Trebek. I'm like, I know we had two long streaking folks. Yep, it's Amodio and Amy Schneider. Right they've around the, the same time. They've been the two hot hands. Plus, you've had a couple, like at least one other double-digit champion in between with Fisher. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was it was Amodio, and then we had like a 10, 12-day champion, something like that. Yep, that was Fisher. And then we Fisher. got Amy Schneider. Yep. I'll be honest with you. I'd love to see some just like, you know, five uh, and guns or four and like. Just give us some short folks for a while, right? Harry, you ummed. Also, Mr. Bangladesh. You can I did, but unfortunately. Uh, I will in a second. Uh, 40 days, $1,382,800. And. One. There is actually a section dedicated to Schneider's run on here. I'm looking to. So wait I'm looking a to get the uh, final her. statistics for her run. So that would actually put her still... Still third. She's spitting distance, though. No, because didn't Amodio win a little bit more? Amodio did, win, Amodio did win a little bit more. Eric, so yeah, fourth. She'd be fourth. Eric, Eric, I need you to do some numbers for me, okay? Okay. One thousand three hundred and thirty-seven <laughs> out of one out of one thousand four hundred and fourteen. All right, so fourteen fourteen was one thirty-seven. That's seventy-seven. So you're looking Wait, where, at where are those numbers coming from? Directly from Je the JeopardyFan.com. Ninety that, that information. What, what did you say? How much did Amodio win? No, the, the, no, this is Schneider's correct, incorrect Accuracy. numbers. Oh, Accuracy. Okay. So she was at. I thought we were talking about game show winnings. Almost dead on 94%. Uh, That's what I just said. That's literally what I just said. It's quoted in a New York Times article that I'm 94.5544 recurring. That's literally what I just said. 66 out of 76. You can round that up 95% of the time. 66 out of 76 on daily doubles with a net earnings of $210,200 on daily doubles alone. 28 out of 41. So 
four out of six, roughly about 67% in Final Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. 28 out of 41, 68%. Yeah. There's there's an, a Jeopardy. Ha- I, I Now that I'm being, now that you guys, Jeopardy actually has an official website where they uh, keep track of the like, past week's work. Keep, there's keep a, tra- there is a Jeopardy official Jeopardy daily box score. I sent the seven uh, K Coria. Nice. There's I, your uh, there's your your link to it. Okay. And yeah, okay. we know Toby news preempts us. We'll put the uh, we'll put the we'll make sure we get that link put inside of the show description for the for the Schneider story. But um, I also Eric, if you'll notice inside of the group chat as well, I posted the statistics there from Schneider's run. If you want to give a credit to the JeopardyFan.com for that, I can. I as a matter of fact, let me go ahead because thankfully, since we have our wonderful stuff as we go up on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/w2mnetwork. Taking notes like this to put in the description will have in handy. Also, here's some here, continuing on our Jeopardy streak. Our Schneider Slayer, that's a W2M net trademark exclusive. That's uh, a t shirt. Lost. He's done. One and done. <laughs> I knew it. I knew Talk it. Mowing your load early. Huh? What is this? According a power to- of 10? According to today's uh, daily box score from because I didn't well, I have not watched the episode. Uh, we have a new champion in Kerry Cadwallader. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce that. Yeah, Cadwallader. Ronnie Talsma was the uh, Schneider Slayer. I thought it was Roan. Uh, whatever. It might be Ron. R-H-O. Ron. Ron. Yeah, that's probably it. Ron. So the Jeopardy champion waters are a little muddy right now. We'll have to wait a week to see how things settle out. No, I'm fine with this. I'd rather have a whole bunch of one, two, three, and done champions right now. The show needs to get away. The show honestly needs to get away from these long-run champions. Because now the intrigue is going to have to go back and win you once and for all definitively settle the host. That hasn't happened yet. And on the eve of the Collegiate National Championship primetime special, that's going to bring that angle back into it. You have the hot hand. She's gone. Now you just kind of sit back and take a deep breath. Let everything build anew. The refractory I, phase, if you will. Somebody just a big poker hand. You're still sitting at the final table. You're going to let a few cards fold, and you got to get a read on the new crowd. Like I said, this is the refractory period. Okay, so that's your Snyder story for the week. What else do we have on the news desk, Mr. Espinosa? More news, everyone. Uh, Yes, more news. Um, What was it, Password and who else? There's two shows that are... Uh, sending out casting calls right now for their upcoming seasons. The first one is Password, and if you look at the... I'm not pulling it up, but if you look at the show's uh, casting call announcement, 
true password fans will recognize the logo that they're using as part of the super password logo. Not or sure how I later. not sure how I feel about this. Uh, and what mean, was the other what's the other show that's got a casting call out? I'm Neil looking because you're the one that I don't know. I, what I knew. Same here, because I was debating. I thought I saw a second one. Because I was debating, maybe I should try to be on that casting call and try to get myself on the show. Apparently, ABC has an open casting call going out for most of their game shows. Oh, they're probably just ramping up for summer fun and games. Bingo. I mean, that, that would make sense, because literally, I think every single game show probably that they have on there is listed. Probably that's what you saw, Brian. I know I saw Match Game, and I saw... Or, uh, was it Match Game? Not Match Game, but I, I saw the one for... Password. Password, and then there was another one. Probably something in the summer of fun and games, but uh, probably if I find it, we'll get back to it. Eric, you saw the advert for password, obviously. Um, are you glad there's not any orange in that set design? Very, 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 but yeah, um, back to Schneider really quick because I, I we mentioned it, but I didn't give the specific numbers. Um, Amy Sorry. Schneider is the 11th most winningest. Game show contestant of all time, right behind Emodio, uh, who is at 10th. Um, I'm just going to give the names and the numbers really quick. Ken Jennings, $5,223,414.29. Thank you, Mob. Brad Rutter, $5,138,436. Three. James Holzhauer, three million twenty-two dollars and twenty-two thousand five hundred forty-nine dollars. Excuse me. Number four. Andrew Kravis, two million six hundred fifty-six thousand five hundred fifty dollars. Okay, wait a second. Wait, I have to ask. Million that- second quiz is the majority of his of his winnings. Hashtag okay. Ginger Genius. I have not seen that show. I apparently need to go. I didn't even know that was a show. Oh, I knew that was a show and you wanted to participate. You need to talk to our good personal friend Elliot on that one. I I need to uh, I need to go back and watch Million Second Quiz now. Apparently, he had a relative on that show who uh, won a good amount. I believe. Moving on, number five, uh, your friend, uh, your your favorite friend and mine, Kevin Olmstead of Millionaire Fame, two million two hundred seven thousand. Next, Ed Tutant. Fun fact, Olmstead and Tutant both known for their millionaire wins, but are also Jeopardy champions. Uh, Ashley Register, number seven. So what you're saying is, so what you're saying is they are Jeopardy ringers. As Eric has described them before. Bandit. Uh, Bandit. That's the word. Continue. We got a long show to cover tonight. I want to get through the news desk. Go ahead. Uh, Ashley Register, $1,795,000 from a show no longer on the air. This is Duel on ABC. God, they need to bring that back. Damn right. Number eight. 
Another person, another game show no longer on the air. David Legler, $1,765,000. That's yes, that's a $30,000 difference. From 21. Go check the archives, everybody. Number nine. The Maury Maury Povich edition, as Jonathan mentioned, available in the Life is Like a Game Show archives here on the W2M Network. Number nine, Curtis Warren, $1,546,988 from three different shows, all three of which are no longer on the air. The man had the need for greed. Sale of the century. That show would work. And here's, here's where you get to pull your best Vince McMahon impression over there, Nielsen. Win Ben Stein's money. There we go. One time for winning win Ben Stein's money. Wait, um, since I have have, flag on the play. What? Flag on the play. What? You went to him when I'm literally wearing a wrestling t-shirt. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, yes, I did. Because I knew he would get the reference. I knew he was going to get the reference that I was trying to make. No offense, Broadhurst. Hey, I didn't think you would get it right off the bat. The Vince falling you off of the chair reference? Me. I'm employed by yeah. directors. Um, I, since I we have the top 20, since we have the top 20 list, it wouldn't be a David Letterman show without a top 20. Um, what are you talking about? Even only he it. did top 10s. Hold on now. You can't You can't go pull, like, you can't go drop trowel pull it out and say, we got a long show to cover, and then just go ahead and zip back up and mind your own business elsewhere. By the way, if we're talking about long shots, uh, wrong game show. We covered that last or uh, two weeks ago. What show was it that we covered? Phew. We talked about Hugh with Jay Wolpert. Okay. Oh, I, I missed that. Aw. Harry Broadhurst was not seen that night. I was not seen for that episode. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna mention the numbers or anything, but um, just run down the names from. Yeah, 12 number to 20. eleven. Number eleven, as we said, Amy Schneider. Number twelve, John Carpenter from Millionaire. Thirteen, Adam Rose, uh, Million Dollar Spectacular Prices Right winner. Michael Haynes, uh, another Million Dollar Prices Right winner. Also pressure a winner. Pressure Luck champion. Uh, Raheem Oberholzer from 21, Povic. Povic. Tim, Tim Heise? Heise? I actually don't know how to pronounce that name. I'm sorry. Um, Send it to Eric. He probably does. Um, it's your chance of a lifetime. A short-lived 2000 game show. Classic. Uh, and then 64000 on Millionaire. Cynthia Azevedo. A uh, million dollars. She's the, the the clock game girl from Price's Rights Million Dollar Spectacular. That's a clip. That is a clip. Um, I've never seen that clip. I'm going to put an asterisk on this next one because personally, I don't count it, but apparently Wikipedia is. Melissa Joan Hart. Non credible academic research. Is this from uh, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, yes. that's why I don't count it. The entire million dollars went to charity. Actually, one million three thousand eighty nine dollars. Uh, uh, disagree. Wins a win. We'll talk about it when we get real. 
Actually, all of her winnings have gone to charity. I'm looking at the Wikipedia article. Every single dollar of her game show winnings have gone to charity. Well, it's not like she needs the money. We can talk about this on a later episode. But I I disagree with that. Personally, I put an asterisk next to that. We can debate it later. But number 19, Bernie Cullen, uh, a millionaire winner and a Jeopardy champion. And then rounding out the list, Autumn Earhart. At one million thirty dollars or thirty thousand three hundred and forty dollars. Um, so everybody on this list is over a Milski, dude. Barely, but yes. Where'd the 20th win it? Wheel of Fortune. She was the second contestant to win the million dollar bonus round during a uh 30th anniversary themed week for the show or 30th season week for the show's 30th season. So that's your current now with you know Amy Schneider finalized. Um until she gets tournament of champions money. Yeah, but Amodio's yeah. gonna be back for that, and so is Holzhauer. Oh, that's gonna be a throwdown. You know what? That's, that's your final because right all three of those are all three of them are in the same season. Like people seem to be forgetting that, but all three of them that's- are in the same damn season. Please, That's... for the love of God, Harry put it best. From your lips to the universe's ears, the three of them head to head to head in the final chef's kiss. You know what I see them doing? And this would just be like absolute Dick chef's move? kiss. No, First chef's kiss. Matchup. No, no, First... no, 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 no. Does anybody here remember the IBM Watson greatest of all time tournament? No, it was that wasn't the greatest of all time. IBM Watson was before that. IBM challenged, thank you. Whatever. I don't remember the specific, but the the, the IBM they took the three highest winning people at no, the time. No, no, it was just two versus was I, versus Watson. Yeah, because wasn't it Ken versus Brad? What was the one Watson? where they what was the Ken one where was. they was that the greatest of all time tournament where they had no I remember them having four recently for some special something or other. Your biggest thought... stuck in 1990s, sir, was Super Jeopardy. I was about to say, I don't think I'm no, allowed to it's... be around for I this. That's been I established. I think it was a super... Anyways. Um... Oh, right. The day before Harry had disappeared. Maybe. Okay, whatever. Either way, my point is special episode, right? Special, special turn like a greatest of all, another greatest of all time tournament. Or don't call it that, but Style the decades, maybe I don't know. My point is special episode: Holzhauer, Schneider, Amodio, Jeopardy, make it happen. And for the have, love of God, don't let Bialik host it. No, I was gonna say for something like that, have Ken host. Done. Well, what about that uh, that team thing they did? Oh, the Jeopardy All Stars. Might have been that. No, because even then, that was uh, all teams of three, and it was three. Because wasn't time. that wasn't that like Team Ken versus Team Brad versus Team like Ken, Brad, and I think Fuzzy, Fuzzy, Fuzzy Cohen. Yeah, Fuzzy but, Cohen. My, but yeah, no. My point is, put the three of them together on a show, right? The only person who I think might not do it would be Holzhauer, and I think he'd do it anyway. Oh, hell yeah, he would Holzhauer do it. Holzhauer be all in. 
Okay, that's a monkey. Holzhauer, Holzhauer. Yeah, fine. Give him the damn monkey. That's a monkey. The only issue I potentially see is I know Holzhauer was under fire in social media recently. Oh, especially about the around about the Schneider run. No, uh, more around um, both Alex passing and Mike Richards and the some shit he tweeted about politics that did not go over well. Yeah. I didn't see the tweets about politics, but I did see the other stuff. It's like. If he at best, he, he but, went he went like super hard, no filter, no cap, as the kids say these days. He threw shade, no cap. Oh, he, he, he okay, but that's kind of been his thing because he was even throwing a little bit of shade during the emotional run. He threw so, as much shade. As How much shade did he throw? It looked Sorry. like uh, you were going out of the sun in AT&T Stadium on the field. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's a lot of shade. Damn so, right so, so, gentlemen, I have a question for you. Wait, you have a question? Yeah, yeah not this, that this kind one, of question. But no, I just, no, I have, this, no. One, this one gets the graphic. You can't phrase it like that and not get the graphic. Sorry. Go ahead. Do you want to have the most fun you've ever had being on a podcast? Not yet, Kevin. All you need is a set. Three podcast hosts. But we got two versions to cover until we get there. Yeah, all right. So you get my point. Is that I would like to actually start getting into the... I mean, it's only been a half an hour. Yeah, we're out of news. We, so we got a lot. Harry, I think you underestimate the amount of shit we have to talk about tonight. This is worthy of having a news desk chapter when it goes up on YouTube. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Then are we are we starting MGHS? Uh, yes. MGHS, yes. We we uh, okay. as you saw as we did the intro, uh, the first episode we're gonna or the first of our uh, uh, in our deep dive part two is the match game Hollywood Squares hour. And for the introduction to the match game Hollywood Squares Hour, we go to the non-credible academic resource and the man behind that. I don't need no. We don't need no stinking non-credible academic resource. We sure as hell don't need Nielsen to read a Wikipedia article at us tonight. I just need it for the dates: Halloween '83, or July twenty-seventh, '84. NBC, Orion Television, Gene Rayburn. Who the fuck is John Bowman? Bowser from the Sha Na Nas. Exactly. Who the fuck is John Bowman? Wait a minute, wait a minute. This was only one season? Yep. One season of blunder. I actually enjoyed the match game Hollywood scores. A lot of people a lot of people nowadays did. The problem, and even in the 80s, it wasn't that horribly received. The honest-to-God problem, and I'll get more into this in a, in a few minutes here after we get past, you know, the basics of the... You know what? We're going to get into the basics of the show, and then we'll I'm going to talk about that. Because I will go into a tangent otherwise. 
Um, See, Toby's with me. He he approves of MGHS. Oh no, I love MGHS. Toby's it's got some thick nostalgia glasses too. So I I I, I think MGHS is probably actually not even probably it is definitely top five for me on game on all time game shows. One hundred. I wouldn't go that far. No, but... I wouldn't put it in my top five. But it's it's one of those things where okay, so there are certain shows when you see them. The on music like the- package alone is just. Can we can we roll the uh, can we roll the or I don't think I've sent it to you. Ed Sorry. Ed Kalehoff, Duff said. Yeah, this is what you sent originally with Ed Kalehoff. This was the prize queue, or this is the the feed plugs, which we're getting to that. We'll, we'll get you can roll that for a moment while I pull up the feed. Uh, I miss doing this show on a stage. There you go. There you go, uh, Eric. Can you pull that up? Gladly. Can the people at home see that? That just popped up onto my screen like that? Yes. Okay, cool. That's how we do the... Because there's another tab over there where our chat is. Yeah, I know we have comments. You can actually see all of the comments and stuff coming in in real time. But Eric can control what gets shown on screen and what we actually like recognize. I did not know that until now. Yeah. Gotcha. Makes sense. I mean, the power of producer control like this. (laughs) I mean, he's not Uh, wrong. You're not entirely wrong, but then again, I have things called tab grouping because when you're like me and you have 210 tabs open on one Google Chrome window, you need a level of organization. I have three. How are you not? How are you not out of RAM? I have three tabs open right now, and two of them are for my writing. Okay, granted, I, I did, have. I did close a couple of dozen, so it's probably down to about the hundred and ninety-ish range. I, 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 well, I, I have a good amount of tabs open right now in tab groupings myself. Well, um, I mean, to be fair, I've only, I've already got them arranged in what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve different groups, and then some. Once again, that's too much. Speaking of the price is right, hit the clip. <laughs> That's what they call a It's a new car. Oh my god, it really is the price is right music. <laughs> how did I miss this? Imagine how we felt when we realized this. Yeah. No, seriously, how the fuck did I miss that? <laughs> it's easy to miss. It's kind of easy to miss, yeah. I, I never yes, put no, the- this theme, the theme to the match game, Hollywood Squares Hour, would be reused in the 90s. Actually, I think it was, yeah, it was in the 90s. They didn't. Yeah, definitely. It 90s. was like Ross, early. Yep. Ni- I think it was after the Doug Davidson syndication. So we're talking mid 90s for sure. Um. That Not just after, it. it was like before, through, and after the Doug Wasn't Davidson. Wasn't that like the music? No, 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 no. They didn't not, steal. They didn't steal that until like mid '90s for sure. I got to so, yeah, that was right before the Doug Davidson syndication, and then I after. thought the Doug wasn't Doug Davidson syndication '94. Okay, I stand corrected. Who used Doug, it? 
It is the Spanish Inquisition of Game Show Q Recycling right there. I'm Go ahead, Harry, because I'm trying to recover I'm, my voice here after doing that I'm, car I'm, bit. I'm waiting for my uh I'm waiting for my acknowledgement to make my statement here. Wasn't that the song that they used when they played Lucky Seven? It was it was a car cue. Yeah, anytime well, a car anytime, was anytime it was a car or a motor home or something like like that was almost it was a expensive prize cue, right? They used it for uh Cadillacs that pretty much Golden Road got it, right? Gotcha. Golden Road got it, Lucky Seven got it. Um, sometimes they'd use dice it game. The, sometimes they use it. No dice game. Sometimes went with Splendido for some weird reason. I don't know the names of these songs, so you're going to have well, to. That's, uh, well, that's because with dice game, they use the uh, cheaper cars. Really, yeah, they were slower on the roll when it came to inflation. Um, no, I think, MG, the MGHSQ. I think that was, might be why. I think that might be why I have such a soft spot for MGHS now. It is originally Price is Right car queue number four. Yeah, because that was what MGHS ironically replaced another game show Steam as its car queue, um, which was Family Feud. Because if you go back and look at any 80s episode of Price is Right, they used either Splendido or the theme to Family Feud for the car queue. They only had da, two da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn it, Brian. I was hoping you would not mention that until we did the deep dive on Family Feud. Then we catch Harry again with a, wait a minute. No, he, I'm sure he'll forget and we'll catch him with it again. Don't worry. Remember, today I learn, tomorrow I forget. That's one of Harry's mottos. And then, um, I, and then I learn again. And this is why he's a Bills fan. <laughs> you know, you know, you said earlier. <laughs> I remember the suffering. You have nothing but suffering these days. <laughs> I can't even talk, but that was hilarious. All right, give him a monkey. Anyways, Shall we circle these wagons to get back on topic. I'm trying to. No. <laughs> Look, we don't want to. We don't want to go into overtime. Okay, too many bad memories. Um. All right. So, match game Eric? Hollywood Squares Hour had Gene Rayburn. Everybody knows Gene Rayburn. <laughs> right, yes, just I'm sorry to those. I'm sorry to those listeners who we deceived last week and said that we weren't going to be talking about Gene Rayburn this week. We're wrong. I lied. Deal with it. Um, this, you should have said you disagree, and then you would get the swear. I don't want the monkey. You weren't getting the monkey. You weren't getting a monkey. There was two X's already, and Harry just sealed the deal. You're not getting a monkey. Harry was the secret X guy. Um... That's a Price is Right reference. Yes, yes, it, yes, is. it is. I got that one. <laughs> uh, Go ahead, Brian. Yes. So uh, this this married two game shows that were insanely popular at the time, right? Um, with the Hollywood Squares, with um, was Bowman the host of oh the regular God. Hollywood no, Squares? No, no. I was going to say, why am I blanking? 
This Alan wasn't one, Peter maybe? Marshall. This wasn't Peter Marshall's Peter squares. Peter Marshall was the original Hollywood squares. This is John Bauman under Orion Television. Yeah, but who was on? Who was? Was this finally? Um, was this Alan Wand? Was this fine? Not Doug Davidson. He didn't do squares as well. Davidson did squares in the late '80s after MGHS. Yeah, but yes. this was. Who the hell was before Davidson? Because I know there was somebody between Marshall and Davidson. I'll Google. I'll, I'll, I'll find out. Give me a second. Peter Marshall did the 60s and the 70s. Yeah, and then they didn't bring squares back. Yes, because they didn't bring squares back by itself until... Yeah, Davidson in 87. I thought squares was on the air. Okay, and Mm -mm. in that case... Mm -mm. Slightly confused. My apologies. No. Okay, so these were two game shows that were immensely popular in the 70s. Were off the air in the 80s because... Match game was, I believe, in some like limited syndication at this time. Yes. Actually, Harry, by any chance are you a Dragon Ball Z fan? Oh my! I am God. not. I don't watch. I don't watch. I don't watch anime. Oh God! Are, are you making? What they did was they took two powerhouse game shows, Fusion. Ah! If I had a. Oh, I'm, hey, not even I'm in luck. Uh-oh. You missed. No, I ate ah! the camera. That's good enough. I'm wait, wait, wait. The... I'll give you four runs for that one. I can't give you a full six. One hop over the boundary. Okay. <laughs> also, you should fix your camera because I totally. Oh, you hit the camera. That is true. <laughs> hit me, though. That's why I said four runs and not a full six. Another cricket reference, Eric? Yes. That's another cricket reference. We need to bring cricket to the max onto this network. All right, moving on, gentlemen. I mean... Um, Two shows that were off the air, and Orion Television is like, hey, you know what's a good idea? Let's get these two shows, merge them together. Excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Ain't I'm birthday at the same time. Yeah, so, so somebody calls Mark Goodson. They get the licensing. Um... Mark Goodson's like, sure, we'll put it together. Peter Marshall wants absolutely nothing to do with it. Gene Rayburn signs on thinking Peter Marshall's going to have something to do with it. And because Pete, because Gene Rayburn was too much of a gentleman to back out of a contract with Mark Goodson um, after, you know, Artie was, was minted, they got John Bauman on the air. Gene Rayburn and John Bauman did not. That was like water and oil. Like you could not have two totally opposite things at all whatsoever. That was like this podcast without the voice of reason, Harry Broders. Yeah, and we've been down that road before. I'm here two weeks in a row. I think that might be a record. It's close. We need you to hit four. <laughs> I'll, I'll see what I can do. Oh, wait, I just got that. You're an asshole. Also distributed by MGM Worldwide <laughs> Television and everybody's favorite. Am I, am I seriously getting picked on by a couple of Jets fans? And a I, no, it wasn't, fan. inten- it wasn't intentional. I'm laughing because it worked, but Toby it wasn't intentional. Not a Jets fan. Toby is a rabid Wolverine fan. Yeah. I was... 
I was referring to you and Brian. But uh, MGHS took the gameplay and and pretty much the, the carbon copy of both shows, fused them together, created this elaborately beautiful game show set with the state of the art like videotronics board of its time. I mean, did you not pay attention that to that set intro? Was a piece of work. Like they had sliding squares and everything. It was it's, collapsible it's towers. I mean, with something like that, that's kind of the stuff that you would see more today, let alone in the early 80s. Yeah. What you wouldn't see today is the color scheme. What, blue and gold? No, you'd see that on today. You no, definitely red and blue from the squares side. Eh, the red and blue, no. Blue and gold, yes. Yeah, you definitely would get the blue and gold from uh, today's... There you go. You happy, Toby? Blue and gold? Technically, maize and blue if we're appeasing Toby. Close enough. But Muck um, Gene Rayburn and John Bauman would co-host it, right? Uh, Gene Rayburn hosts the match game side, which plays almost. There was some minor format changes. Um, but almost exactly like you would expect the match game uh, of the 70s and, and and very early 80s syndication that we talked about last week to play. And I can sum them up real fast. I was going to say, Nielsen, since you, you know this part better than I do, what are the format changes? Three rounds. Leader starts off each round. If there is a tie at the end of three rounds, you pull up one match with four predetermined answers. Numbered one through four. Contestants pick by number what they want to fill that blank with. Celebs have no clue because of the way the set is constructed. And Gene goes by celeb by celeb through the slots until someone matches something that was picked. For example, you might have a tiebreaker blank New Jersey. Four secret choices, Atlantic City, Hoboken, Newark, and Trenton. Trenton. I can pick Newark because I hate that fucking airport. You apparently are not alone. I say Trenton because it's the capital. And episodes ran about 42 to 44 minutes. Yeah. Standard for the time. Filmed NBC Studios, Burbank, California. Hollywood Squares. You haven't dived the squares yet. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to do this right. Um, Eric, can you do the thing that we're talking about oh, in the private chat? And Okay. Okay, wait a minute. Which thing? Because I'm still wearing pants. Oh, that thing. Okay. Family show! <laughs> you can do that tomorrow night for all I care. I feel That's like right. We're feel like we're beating a dead horse. Note I said horse, Eric, not a different word that sounds like it. <laughs> or beating a uh, bracket producer should be spayed and neutered. Got that out of the way early. That was forced. So, so the two shows did this. Uh, they, they morphed together. And we're going to see exactly how they did that in uh, this sequence from the clip that we played at the beginning of the episode. Wonderful. 
because, yeah. As you can see, the set coming in here means it's time to switch to Hollywood Squares. Don't put your foot in the back of the thing. Uh, we're going to have three more celebrities come out here in a moment or so. They'll make an entrance here. And uh, the yeah. host of Hollywood Squares, John Bauman, and I will change places here. And we invite you to stay with us here. Lots more excitement coming up. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Right and cut to the sequence. No, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. I'll tell you when I to cut it off. Whirlpool microwaves were legit. They were. It's a buzzer cut. Shame to buzzer for only one people. Oh, hey, look. The three more celebrities. And now the hottest mic toss in game show history. Just my chair fell down. Man, we're written really lenient with the term celebrity here, aren't we? What's up with the Bob Barker skinny mic? I love those Bob Barker like skinny mics. It's the 80s. It was the new fad for game shows, the skinny mic. But as you can see, at the end of the match game, um, they did this very elaborate set change uh, where they quite literally rolled out the the rest of the Hollywood Squares platform. Um and they bring out they do a like just like the beginning of the show they do a full-on mini intro for the, the for the extra three celebrities for match or for hollywood squares um and, host. and then as you can see there was a host swap uh and if you notice john bauman was sitting on the panel right so that's how they, they did the whole co-host thing is john bauman would sit in the number four slot um during match game and would actually answer match game questions and, you know, did fill in the blanks. Or as, as we dubbed it last week when we did the Gene Rayburn match game deep dive, the rando spot. Yep. And on the Hollywood square side, Gene Rayburn would take the bottom left square, what Hollywood squares would call slot seven. Yeah. The funniest thing that I always found about this show, right? And it's something that still gets me because the game show recreation team, this is one of our signature shows. This is like the number two signature show now. You have nine people, right? And out of those nine people, you have to tell three people that they're not popular enough to be on a show for the to full be... hour. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to comment on that right now because when those three names that came out to fill out for for Hollywood Squares, I sat here dumbfounded for all three of them. Like, who the fuck is that? I was about to say that was a classic. Who the fuck is that jobber moment? Harry, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what the fuck you're talking about too. I mean, okay, sure. They've had some job. They had some jobbers. I mean, for crying out loud, we prefer the term. We prefer the term carpenter. It's nicer. <laughs> they lay the groundwork. That's MGHS a monkey. MGHS did an entire.
MGHS, you guys want to talk about jobbing, right? MGHS did an entire week's worth of episodes of the Leave It to Beaver cast. Uh, let Toby know that they are more than welcome to pay me if they want to. Again, so, we cannot I, be bought, but we can damn sure be rented. Jesus, double infringement, why don't you? It is a W2M network exclusive. It was my <laughs> phrase originally. You can send all of your hate mail or sponsorship <laughs> inquiries to Barber at gmail.com. Monkey. I, I will be with Mr. Hate Mail himself on a later podcast, hopefully this evening. Real quick, before yes, we move well forward, yes, round yes, of applause. I, I, am the master of I am the master of comedic timing. Thank you. That perfectly timed on that. Well done. All right, back to the conversation. Yeah, I mean, okay, so there are, there are certain names from Leave it to Beaver where, okay, you can kind of understand them being on one of these shows, Eddie Haskell, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, I, I saw the name Bonnie. I don't even know how to pronounce the last name. I wasn't. Oh, no, this wasn't. This wasn't the Leave It to Beaver week. No, but but, but this from these particular three that just came out there. I just learned her name thirty sec uh, a couple of minutes ago, and I already forgot how to pronounce her last name. That's how irrelevant she is. Tra Fred Travelina was somewhat popular for the eighties. Remember, we're talking about mid eighties here. Okay, so I would have been. I, okay. I'm actually doing the math. A lot of these celebrities have not aged well, that's for sure. Because they were on like one or two season wonder sitcoms, TV shows, whatever, for the time. I'm the second oldest member of this panel, correct? Uh, I believe yes. we've established. Yes, I believe we've established that Jonathan is the elder statesman here. I am yes. The old man. Uh, John Max is the old man, and I'm the, I'm the uh, person that he is telling to get off of his lawn. Um. Match game Hollywood Squares. I think you said that the 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 run was 84, 83, 83 to eighty four. Yes, yeah, I was negative. I was negative two when the show started. This show straddled my birth. Yeah, so I mean, one could argue that this one's a little bit outside of our range, but one could also argue that same statement about the Gene Rayburn original Match Game run, and yet all four of us look back on that fondly. So. If I may just quickly sum up the rule changes for squares, more on this when we do the squares deep dive. Yes, we're not done with Hollywood squares, but for oh the, yeah, Hollywood squares. Okay, for the sake of for the sake of Hollywood, because we, we haven't talked about Hollywood squares at all, and for those of you who don't know how Hollywood squares plays and have been living under the rock since go back under the your rock entire time of yeah, um, five points for a match. You have to answer. Hold on. You, uh, the basic premise of Hollywood Squares is tic-tac-toe board, nine celebrities. They are asked a question. Generally, it's a true-false question, but as long as it has some sort of thing where the celebrity can provide a response, the contestant is asked to agree or disagree with the response that the contestant, or with the celebrity, excuse me, provided. Um the celebrities, at least in the more modern versions anyways, were encouraged to lie to contestants. Mm -hmm. um, the classic versions, like Peter Marshall's version, for example, I believe it was very gray area 
on MGHS. Um, the celebrities always got the questions in advance, right? But they were allowed to do that. They are not the ones competing for the money or anything. They were allowed to be given the questions so that they could write a joke to go with a particular question that they wanted to. Or Hollywood Squares' writers would write one for them. Um, for the particularly blonde and, and inept contestant or celebrities. I keep saying contestants. Because um, we're used to getting this. But yeah, no, the, um, the contestant has to agree or disagree with whatever the celebrity in, this, in the box said. If they get it correct, like if, they, if the, the celebrity gets it right and they agree, that's correct. They get that square. So circle will get the square if circle is playing and they got it right. If they get it wrong, it goes to the opposite person unless it would give them the game. And John, you can you can fit. I know we're talking about MGHS here. Yeah, yep, you can yep, get to that yep, in a minute. I'm but I'm I'm, I'm talking about the general rules. Uh, unless it would give the person the win, in which case they have to earn the square <laughs> themselves. Except on MGHS, that's not the case. Thank you. Uh, MGHS, that was the one format change where you could accidentally give your opponent the win. But in fairness, the way that MGHS was formatted, it was done so that those game, the Hollywood Squares games, were ran a little bit quicker in order to build up as much exactly. of a cash bank, as much yeah. of a cash bank as you could for the two participants. Because well, well, well here's the quick, thing, right? They quick, did not want Hollywood MGHS was already running as an hour long show, right? They did not want a you fool moment to happen, where. The, the show could not end or they would have to go to a part two. Well, that's why they, that's why they, they meant, or that's why they made that rule change. It made it pretty much impossible for the show to run out of its allotted time frame. Um, in addition to that, there something that we need to talk about that, uh, they did keep from Hollywood squares was the returning champion thing only played Hollywood squares. Yes. The they did not play match games. Play they went on to super match if they wanted. On the Hollywood Squares. Yes. You get a super match win out of the winner of the Hollywood Squares. Right. Elevation. Like it's an elevated format. You played you played match game to get to Hollywood Squares to challenge the defending champion. And then whoever won Hollywood Squares would go to the super match. And then if the, watch the later editions of Now You See It, where they had that tournament style. And I think I just read Eric's mind. Yes, yes, some bitch. The wavelength is active. I was just about to mention that exact format with that show. So let's Points. talk about let's talk about the bonus game, the super match, because this is just a stop. I'm up. Twenty five points to match a square. First game's worth a hundred. Second game's worth two hundred, etc. That's how my, that's how the uh, Hollywood Squares goes. Now to the super not match. not points but dollars and yeah and also no secret square. Yes, not to mention individual squares were worth money. 
not so on the isolated Hollywood. Yeah, that, that's you, one of the that's one of the big things to point out here is regardless of what happened in the uh, match game portion of the show. Obviously, you got a you got a bonus for winning the match game portion and making it to Hollywood Squares. But whatever squares you acquired during the course of Hollywood Squares, you kept that cash. Determining whether you won or lost the game would depend on how you would advance towards the super match. Different sort of reading my mind, Toby. That that different. Not to mention all three. We had three different wavelengths going on in that. It's a multi-dimensional thing. Exactly. Ask Harry. He lives up there. But Space. I'm keeping it tidy, though. Tidy-ish. Anyways, uh, let's talk about the bonus game, because the bonus game was this weird amalgamation of, of Hollywood Squares and match game put together, right? Um, the super match is what they called it. It's conceptually almost identical to... The this is the uh, game bonus round, right? This is the and 30, actually, uh, Eric. If you still have that, 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 uh, the money amounts have changed. If you still have that episode up that I uh, that I uh, asked yes. you about, can I throw a flag on the play real quick? Uh oh, Sean Hockley's about to over explain something. Go ahead, bite me. Um, this is the one that had like the 10, the 20, and 30 times, right? Yes, okay, continue. Can you go to 3628? Yes. Can you go was, to 3628? I was actually just about at that point already. Yeah, 30 it's 3628. We're just going to roll the clip. We're going to roll the clip and let the clip speak for itself because it's We're going to little... play along. 1,500 We'll play the clip and explain it afterward. We'll play along as well. I'm ready. Get your uh, get your notepad ready. Let's we're we're using this to explain the show. I don't want to play along. So say say the play along for another time, Harry, because we're using this to explain the mechanics of the show. Okay. And the third answer, two hundred fifty dollars. The time, the time frame fits. Proper with inflation, then the hundred to fifty-five hundred. Bonnie, hi Bonnie. Hi, how are you? How do you fill in that? Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc is one. Fred Travelina. Can we talk? Can we talk? Can we talk? I would say Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. And Ed Bagley Jr. Joan Collins. Joan Collins. Joan of Arc. And Joan, Joan Collins, Rivers. I I lean Rivers. If you wish, you may create one of your own and use that one. What is your pleasure here? Joan of Arc. You want Joan of Arc? All right. Let's see if Joan of Arc is up there, and if so, where is it? That is the question. May we see the two hundred and fifty dollar response? Joan of Arc, right off the bat, together. Bonnie gave you that one. Welcome, See what the others are. Uh, let's take a look at the next one, please. Joan Collins. Okay, so I was under 500. Give you that one. And what do you think of the big one, audience? River. You think the river is under the big, under the $1,000? All right, Bob, slide it. John River. Harry knows his time frame. Now you're going to play the head to head. High five, Harry. With any star you pick. 
Now, as you notice, each star. I'm at a little bit of an angle, so it's all okay. Good. I'm at 20 or 30. If you pick a star with. So, so now, yeah. So it's the the game is played very similarly to the original match game front game or uh, bonus game, right? They have the 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 super match where they have to, you know, blank the audience something. match. Yeah, the audience match. Now, here is where it gets a little different, right? Instead of like a star wheel or anything like that. Throw X for the star wheel. That's a yeah. Mm. Um, you notice you see those little chevron cards above the nameplates in front of each celebrity there. That's the ten, twenty, thirty that I was asking about before yep. you rolled the clip. Four so tens, four twenties, and no one four twenty jokes, please, and one thirty. Hey, 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 hey! Smoke weed every day. More on that on Snoop Dogg show. And point of view were Friday nights at eleven Eastern here on the W2M network. I feel like I, I feel like there needs to be air horns in the background now. Now we just need more feet plugs. Um anyway, so super match. Um you it it was some it was again very similar to the audience match, right? But instead of um, the the person that they picked depended on how much money they played for, right? It's not like spin a wheel and or they multiply it by you know ten times the amount or whatever. No, you could actually multiply up to thirty times the amount. Which means um, that this woman's playing for thirty grand. No, she uh, no, yeah, because it was thirty times. Oh, whatever you she only hit the two fifty. Yeah. I could have been playing for thirty grand. Yeah, yes. you could have been playing for thirty grand if you got the person with the thirty. Okay, I'm going to say the thirty is with um the lady at the on the bottom right. Okay, I'm going to take Bauman. I'm going to I'm going to take uh, Charles Nelson Riley. Ed Begley Jr. All right, roll the clip, Eric. But yeah, so they pick. your money by ten. They play a head-to-head super. They play a head-to-head match. They get it right. They win the multiplied amount. They get it wrong. They still have the the whatever they won. So in her case, two hundred fifty bucks. Make your pick now. Shannon Tweed. Shannon. All right, Shannon. We are ready to see your hidden number now. Pull it. A twenty. So she's playing for five grand. Five grand. Five thousand dollars. A pretty good amount. I have the question in my hand, and uh, I ask you to face me. All right. And Shannon, you're going to write your response to this, and your job is to match her for five thousand dollars. Here it is. Blank. Martin. M A R T I M. Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Dean. This is a tough one. Dean would be well, obvious, but Shannon. I would pull a wild card and say Steve. He's ready. Now it's up to you to match Shannon. That would be around the time of his SNL run, amazing. wouldn't it? Steve. A little bit after. Steve Martin. All right, Shannon. <laughs> She's trying to match you for $5,000. What is your answer? I, I like cars, you know, so I said like Austin. But no. Steve. <laughs> And there you go. She gets her five thousand dollars. That's the end of the show. Roll the fee plugs. No. 
We have to see. Well, yeah, they have to show, and they're going to show who had the 30. Where the 30 was, then you roll the credits. Right after these messages. All right, so we're at the 30. Yada, 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 buzzer. John, everyone wants to know which of our stars had the big 30. It could have been you, John. It could have been me. I better you go pull go my there, thing here. All yeah. together, when I say go, would you all pull your tabs? Ready, set, go. Who was it? Eddie! Did you see what he just revealed? She said, when she won the money, Pause. She said, rewind. rewind. All right. Let me go time, back. Rewind. They can't see that, you know. Oh, they the can't? Celebrity, no. Okay. That was just for standards and practices to know what slot. But it you do to see the with. 30 written on the back of the card yeah. there, right? Okay. It's got the 30 in his name. That's how they knew what. I'm almost positive that's how they figured out what slot to put the 30 in and the 20 and so on and so that's forth. That's the deal with the S&P guy went when he set up those Yeah. Mm -hmm. S&P guy. So, um, None of us got the 30. But that's, that's MGHS in a nutshell. Um, and cut to 1990? Or sorry, eighty nine for a pilot. The shows. Oh, hold on. We're, we we talked about regulars and whatnot. Um, they're an MGHS. The only regular panelists that were like considered consistent uh, were the co-hosts. Um, the rotated. the most frequent, at least according to the non-academic source. Um, the most frequent semi-regular panelist was actress Nidra Voles, who appeared for nine weeks, uh, and then followed by if I may, Mr. Smith star Leonard Frey, and then right behind him, returning match game regular Charles Nelson Riley, and Leonard Frey and Riley were seven weeks apart. If I may, Nidra Voles is the person that I picked to have the 30, the bottom right corner. Also, no Brett Summers at all. Brett Summers did not appear on this at all, not even for one episode. Um, this was a pretty much this was pretty much NBC's plug shit show. Um, cast members of other NBC series very frequently appeared on MGHS. It was considered a starting point for new, unknown, and up and coming stars. Um, Jay Leno and Arsenio Hall were both on MGHS. <laughs> Arsenio Hall! <laughs> uh, were both on the show before their respective talk shows. And some... right, this aired at like 3 p.m. It was almost yeah, death slotted. It was almost death slotted, yes. But had a lot of game show hosts on the panel, too, if I remember correctly. Yes, uh, Bill Cullen, Bob Eubanks, Pat Sajak, Bill Rafferty, and Chuck Woolery. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Bill Rafferty as in the guy from basketball coverage? No. No, Bill Rafferty is in the uh, worst of the card sharks hosts outside of that 2001 abomination we don't talk about on this show. Eric, I'm not um, crazy. We, I'm not we talked about it. We talked about it before, but there was a week where the cast of Leave it to Beaver was reunited. Um, 
And then there was a week in. Too close for comfort. There was a week of too close for comfort. There was a week for Saint Elsewhere. Um, there was a week in in '84 where it was just generic NBC soap opera week, uh, where they had '50s was in there. And then they also had a salute to the '50s. Different, different one. Just like how there's a little bit of a mix up to where. I will have to, excuse me, be explaining later on once we get there. As I said before, Peter Marshall had nothing to do with this show because, well, nobody asked him to. Um, Bad move, Ryan. Bad move. You had a golden opportunity here and you blew it. He expected, Peter Marshall actually expected to be asked to come interview for the, the, the Hollywood Squares portion. Um... Especially it would have at least after they got, at least especially after they got Gene Rayburn on board, but apparently nobody called him. Um, he he was he is on record for uh, having some Schadenfreude at the show's cancellation, saying, "And I quote: I kind of hate to admit that I was happy when it didn't even last one season, and it would have definitely lasted at least two or three with that dynamic duo together." So, so if I had a time machine, I would not. Take Flo Rida's logo back and give it to the Beach Boys, like the TikTok meme is doing right now. Jesus Christ! I swear that to song God. is stuck in my. I'm gonna head come head. over there and I will choke you, Nielsen. I will choke I you. I said go back and make go... that fix of uh, getting bombed off this show. We we will only have three people on this episode. Or Find this another bottle. Forward. <laughs> I don't have any more. I emptied all the recycling this morning. Boom. Boom. But honestly, at least you would know that's the one thing that you would fix. You don't want me going back with the time machine. You'd probably be affecting the dating game of all things. May not just not just the dating game. I'd probably go and be affecting a lot of things in the sports world. The cities of Baltimore and Montreal would love me. Toronto would still hate you. Um here is an interesting fact for you, gentlemen. MGHS was the last version of Hollywood Squares to air in first-run network broadcast. It was a Cindy ever since. Every version of Hollywood Squares that came afterwards was syndication. Excluding spinoffs like hip hop squares and all that jazz? No, even that's even that I would consider correct me, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't the Bergeron version have a couple of primetime specials? They weren't they no, it was all first run syndication. Oh, yeah, that was Bergeron all first... was entirely first run syndication. Yeah, John because... Davidson's revival in eighty six was first run syndication. Oh, it was eighty six, not eighty seven? No, Davidson was eighty six. 86, according to the non-credible academic resource. So it ran a couple of years. It was more prominent in 87. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 1989 rolls around. Burt Convy gets a call. They want to bring this fucker back. On ABC. Well, they want to bring back Match Game, not Match Game Holly or Squares Hour. Yeah, so moving on, keeping with the theme of, you know, Match Game Deep Dive. You can't talk about Match Game without mentioning MGHS. Um, 
And I think, again, they got Gene Wood on the announcing gig. Yes, Gene Wood did do match game 90 as well. Um, hold on one moment before we get into match game 90. I have to find the theme here. This is actually for all of the shit that I give match game 90, right? I actually like this theme the most. I do too. Hi. I saw this and I was like, hey, this. There yeah. you go. All right. I'll see if I can find an, a, a clip of an episode of uh, so we can get an actual intro, but you can play that in the meantime. Of course, I'm going to play this in the meantime, especially since I got it going. Very soothing. Mm hmm. Pays the 70s justice, gives it a 90s vibe. All right, here we are. I actually also liked this intro the most. Exactly. I mean, granted, it does like have... the way they visually did the intro, but yeah. go ahead and cue it up and uh, people will see what we're talking about here. Again, it's what I am doing. Get ready to... I gotta go with the beginning because again, all right. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's, I went back too far. That part yeah, was my bad. That's why I put a timestamp in. That again, like I said, that was my bad. Is he sharing? Because I don't see anything. There we go. That is fucking creepy. And unfortunately, oh, there are six. Okay, we're good. The man who was supposed to host this show, Bert Convy, April of 1990, admitted to Caesar Sinai Medical Center after collapsing while visiting his mother, who was hospitalized for a stroke. He was diagnosed, he unfortunately was diagnosed with a terminal brain tumor. Glioblastoma. In April of 1990. But he did, he did in 89, uh, tape a week's worth of pilot episodes. And I believe at least one of them do exist on YouTube. Lost at the age of 57. Um, Damn shame. Damn shame. Gotta pour one out for the, for the fallen. As you saw in the intro, um, Charles I... Nelson Riley is a regular panelist on this version. Um, Brett Summers appeared as a guest panelist for several weeks. 
Um, semi-regulars include Vicky Lawrence, Sally Struthers, Brad Garrett, uh, Bill Kirkenbauer, and Ron Lucas. There's also, from a historical perspective here, look at, why didn't they pull back Gene Rayburn? He was 72 at this time. Age discrimination in Hollywood, definitely a big thing in the 90s. Can I and um, still to somewhat to today. Can I throw out two points here? Number one. one. Number one, you mentioned Brad Garrett as a regular. Ironically enough, Brad Garrett would go on to be a regular on the Tom Bergeron version of Hollywood Squares. Yeah, everybody yeah. loves Raymond. Number two, that opening sequence is fucking creepy. I like it. Ditto. I um, mean, even with Toby, agrees. They had way too much fun with that. It's like, well, yeah. Panel is mixed. Uh, names that you may recognize from what we would call the original version of Match Game. Uh, that appeared on the Match Game 90 revival include Marsha Wallace, Betty White, Dick Martin, Dolly Martin, Joanne Worley, Eddie McClurg, and Jimmy Walker. Yeah. Go ahead, Jonathan. You know you want to. So how the game would play? Oh, now he decides to no-sell it. Dear Jesus. Why does he no-sell it now? Eric Help me now, help me out here. What am, what was I looking for there? Dynamite! Thank you. I sold it on the pre-show. I decided I don't sell it here because Eric could do it better. Uh, oh anyway. God. by the way, keep that keep that MGHS episode up, Eric. Oh no. Anyway, Wait, the MGHS episode? Or, uh, the match game episode, excuse me. The one that we just played. Alright. I will same as always, match as many of the six as you can, but each match... I just put a timestamp in the... Pays your money. 50 bucks a match. And then, you know what really grinds my gears? The matchup. Roll the clip. All right, I got to go back to the timestamp. All we'll right. talk about this after. God, I hope this is. I hope this has a fuck up on the computer. Every episode is a fuck up on the computer. I watched one earlier that didn't. Do exist. Okay. Now we're going to show you. It wasn't this one. Possible matchups. Use those buttons there on your secret screen. Select what you think is the best. Every time the computer fucks up, I draw five. Every time Eileen agrees with you, you get fifty dollars. You don't have enough bottles over there. I cleaned your zone out as earlier. As many as you can. Eileen, are you ready? Michelle? Okay, go. Wire blank. Wire tap. Wire service. Wire tap. Match. Basic blank. Basic training. Basic black. Basic training. Match. Deck blank. Deck of cards. Deck the halls. Deck the halls. No match. Ace blank. Ace bandage. Ace of spades. Ace of spades. Match. Draft blank. Draft beer. Draft card. Draft card. No match. Milk blank. Milk, Milk shake. shake. Milk bottle. Milkshake. Match. And that's time. The computer worked. Well, damn, man gets off without being thrown a bottle. So we were just talking about this in our pre-show conversation, and I I think I might I think I might offend some match game loyalists here. I actually enjoyed it. 
I, th I thought it was a good way to to still stick I, to the to still stick to the format of the, the matching up of the celebrities while putting a newer spin on it for a modern viewer. Sir, you have offended a match game loyalist. I'll be honest with you. I liked Match Game 90. In fact, I, I might catch some flack here, but I, I, I'm willing to go to the point to say that I actually enjoyed Match Game 90 more so than the original. Right in the gut. That don't be facts, though. No points? Uh, uh, with something like that, you say you I, hit him I, in the... I don't, 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 I, I like the, don't get me wrong. I love the original match game, right? There's nothing that's going to be like the original match game. And since you hit him in the gut, I'll give you credit for a buy one point. But if you're going to revive a classic and put a modern spin on it, you could have done worse, and it was called Match Game 98. I, uh, yeah, way, if it did in the tie, just to resolve what would happen. Match Game 98 is a fucking mess, but we'll get to that in a few moments. Taking matchup phase, be shown to both contestants with three choices. Champion chooses first. Challenger chooses one of the two remaining. The last celebrity who played the final matchup gets asked, and that's how it goes. Uh, super matches played just like the 70s. 500, 250, 100. Failed match top three, 50 bucks. And eventually they inflated it. There was a modified star wheel. Wait, hold on. I'll get. We, we can go to that in the clip there as well. There was a modified star wheel. I don't hate the star wheel. See, here's the thing, right? I don't like the star wheel in the revivals. No, the because... original star wheel was better. I won't I won't disagree that. But I No, the I... original star wheel was necessary because otherwise it was the freaking um Richard Dawson show. Did well, yeah, somebody but... did somebody say modified star wheel? Oh, you found it as well. I was gonna go to uh I was going to tell you 2456, but that's close enough. I'm going to ask you to give this a spin. I'm going to say it lands on Charles Regular. Jonathan, what you got? I'm not guessing. Okay, give it a good spin, Kelly. Uh, let's go, Charles. Sally Double. You might be right, Eric. Joe Basic. There's your modified star wheel. You missed, and the bottle is in purgatory land. Wide. Calling that a wide. No points. You're out. However. No. That's a block. And no. I just, oh. you know, my keyboard to pull up a whole bunch of... Uh, Wait a minute! Did you Sorry, catch back? Did, no, he did caught you... that. That was a that was a complete pass. He did not catch it. He knocked it down it in front of him. Pass. It was a back down. Six runs. Um, if you caught it, it would have been a wicket. We would have been out. Spin, get rid of your widgets because I something hit my keyboard and all of a sudden I have widgets everywhere. 
That sounds like a you problem, buddy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a euphemism for something. Yeah, that sounds like a you problem, buddy. Oh, I hit escape and I got rid of it. Good to know. Uh, uh, this is for best of my keyboard. <laughs> that's a catch. That, that was, was a catch. That was a bat down. That was a bat down. Go back. I pushed that up against the monitor. That was not a catch. So, uh, flash did you end? But did you end up catching it cleanly? That's no. still a wicket. John is out. <laughs> oh, John is out. Okay, yeah, that was a catch. It was one hundred percent a catch. I'll take that uh, as a catch. I'm gonna take this out to 1996 when their pilot was filmed. Charlene Tilton hosting a pilot. Who the hell is that? Yeah, Yeah. hi, Toby. Mark Goodson show. We do you did you miss the part where we said that the one of the most infamous car cues from the prices, right, is the theme to match game Hollywood Squares hour? I thought you were supposed to be our one loyal listener. What happened? What happened? Rest your voice, your part your stick is coming up. They created a ninety-eight version. And the host, volume boarding, volume boarding, volume boarding, volume boarding. Wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Things might get very loud here. Broadhurst is calling a timeout. Waving you off here. (laughs) Waving you off here. Eric, I need a Google representation here. A Google representation, you say? Yes, I need you to pull up, uh, pull up, let me Google that for you or just Google itself, whichever. Take your pick, honestly. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, since I've got the thing in my homepage, I just have to find a way to get to the tab. Charlene Tilden, did you say her name was? Charlene Tilton hosted the pilot. I've never heard of this chick before. Yeah, me neither. Um, American Ah! best known for playing Lucy Ewing. On uh, the niece of brothers J.R. Ewing and Bobby Ewing on Dallas. Dallas. Okay, so Eric, I need a visual here. <coughs> to see if I recognize her. Uh, <coughs> Brian's warming up over there. Um, this is also your warning. If you are a headphone listener of this podcast. Yeah, I'm taking mine out right now. The host of the 1998 version often gets a very loud introduction from the announcer, Paul Bolin. He announces the host of Match Game 98. The most fun you've ever had watching a game show. All you need is a set, a few wonderful stars, and your host, Michael Berger! That wasn't nearly as loud as it's been before. My opera was louder you, than that. Did you, did you not hear me at the beginning of the podcast say that I have a sore throat this week? I don't have a 100% voice. You should have handed that off. All that set up very little deliberation. Oh, my God. That is the perfect representation for Match Game 98. All that set up in very little delivery. I mean, you're not wrong. Not wrong at all. We do. We did. We did. We did. I, I mean, I mean, Toby, Jim, if I could get him to do that tomorrow night, his neighbors would hate me, but everyone else wouldn't. I would be woken up from my sleep and I would not be happy. 
We did we did get this one, Jim. I'm gonna repost it in the in the thing. It is now time to pull up the clip. Yes, thankfully I do have that with the time. I have no idea what he's referring to, so this this will be interesting for me. Do I. You gotta share, Eric. Roll I the know. Clip. I had to cue it up properly before I could oh, share it again. Oh. This oh. this clip, am I right? Good moment of the entire run of the show. I, that's what I said. We got this one gem. Well, there is one on the one that I watched that was pretty funny. I'll tell you guys about that uh, in a few moments. Also, you Shout out to Jesus Christ, Nielsen! It's a thirty-second clip, and you're talking over half of it. Now, Watkins I... has to rewind. Thankfully, I was able to just pause it when he started talking. So. Yeah, but you probably should rewind it a second because he's already mid-sentence. Also, turn off the closed captions because they're always wrong and behind. No, the no. captions are right. This is from SGSA. The captions are actually uploaded SGSA and right. SGSA captions well. Okay, real quick, I'm gonna. This need isn't an auto. This isn't YouTube auto captions. Okay, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need an explanation here then because I am. You can again... get it. At, you get it afterwards. Let's roll the clip because uh, now we're all that delivery and no. <laughs> again, match game ninety eight. See, see, I you missed half the fucking sentence again. I had married being back. married. Be, no, 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 no. Nielsen was talking over it again. I'll read the question so people can. Being married to a drill sergeant has its. Oh God, I don't drawbacks. Even drawbacks. Thank you. I don't even remember the fucking question now. Whatever. This is why we left the captions on. Not to yeah. mention, there were a lot of these similar sort of dick jokes on Match Game 98. Needless, to say, needless to say, Rondell Sheridan, a.k.a. the dad from That's So Raven, like one of the stars of the Disney Channel around this time, just made a dick joke being on married, national television. Being married to a drill sergeant has its drawbacks. For example, every time we make love, he expects me to clean his weapon. Uh, the one that I watch, um, being married to a service, an elevator service mechanic, has its drawbacks. Every time we're together, he expect he says to me, and the response from all five celebrities was going down. Well, I mean, with that... I mean, there was another one that I can't find the clip of, but there was an, another notable um, one where they had a Playboy question, and it was just, it was bad. September 21st, 98. May 99. Repeats till September 99. When you know the show's getting canceled... This is when the writers get let loose. We learned it in 62. We see it again in 98. It's um, back slow. Can, can, John, can you cover gameplay for both of these versions, especially 98 in the five panel, five, five celebrity panel? I need to step away for a few moments. Gentlemen, I will be right back. Yeah. I'm turn on your own microphone. Got it. Go. Ah, yeah. So, Toby, the reason why I'm faint is because uh, Brian and I be in the same room. His mic's on, mine's off. I bleed enough in his where it would work. We try it the other way around. Ain't going to work. 
five celebs. Questions aren't even A or B. They're titles with puns to relate to the clue and the content. Wait, time out. Broadhurst, this is his final time out of the podcast. <laughs> You're muted, sir. Works, Unmute this man. Works for me because honestly, this is this is one of the things that kind of fucking threw me when I watched this episode. Is there any specific reason as to why it was five? Is it a budget thing? Um, number of clues zero. I had absolutely nothing as far as why they trimmed it to five. Also, you play each round regardless of whether you match in the first round or not. This was common to 90 and 98. Correct questions worth one point in the first round, two points in the second round. Why the fuck would you mess up the scoring after decades of match game and now you fuck with it? Well, there's now, a reason. I'd rather back the matchup. Actually, I'm going to disagree with you. I see the reasoning here, and especially with only five people. This way, everybody can play both rounds, and you have high, highest number of optimal answers. Not to mention with a perfect score of 15, it wasn't terrible. It was not optimal, but it was not terrible. The idea being, though, that everybody would play both rounds so that way you can get the most bang for your celebrity buck, as it were. Or allow me to use celebrity in quotation marks. Hmm. Yeah, especially with this version. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. A higher score plays super match. Yeah, Russ plays the same. It's 98. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, quick question. Oh, hey, okay. you two have moved places down there. I meant to add. Well, that I, happened. I, I meant to ask this earlier. SGSA. Uh, meaning? Stupid, ga uh, stupid game show answers. It's a YouTube channel from like the early two thousands when YouTube first started. They're okay. the OGs of game show blooper reel. So America's funniest home video turns game shows. Kind of, sort of. Okay. It was the only play. It was literally the only place I could find the clip. Match game ninety eight is that. I watched a single episode of. Uh, of match game 98 in preparation for this and very quickly realized that yeah i can understand the disdain for this show although i will ask you the same question that i asked them while you were stepping away here we were talking about the reason as to why five instead of six and then jonathan pointed out that he didn't like the fact that they changed the scoring system i said that the reason they changed the scoring system is so that way all celebrities played both rounds buy sell um i don't think you're wrong but I also am pretty sure, if I remember correctly, this was the Comedy Central one, right? Ah, uh, not CW. WB. Yeah, definitely syndication. WB. Uh, it was... Not WB, Cindy. Might have been under WB locally. It was, it, was, it was daily syndication, right? But mm -hmm. it was, if I remember correctly... How, or, uh, Comedy Central was the one who bought the syndication. Because for whatever reason, I always remember this being on Comedy Central. I remember this being on daytime, one of my local channels in the morning. I don't remember this being on the air because I didn't watch this pile of shit. Want to fight? You got four seconds. 
Touche. This um literally the episode that I watched. No, earlier. no monkey. No, not for that time. We've used that enough. Literally the uh the only time that I have ever heard of this is when you guys mentioned it last week, and then watching the episode. Whoa! Oh boy. Anyways, oh, hang um, on. hang on, hang on. Give Toby a monkey? No. The audience does not get monkeys. It is not take a monkey home with you here. Life is like a game show. Uh, no, but my, my point, the point that I was getting to uh, overall is this was, I'm pretty sure, the cheapest produced of. Oh, for sure. Cindy's always are. Of all of the match games, right? Like this was a, hey, we need something. This has name power. Let's do this. It has name power in the title of the show, not necessarily the panel. You want real name power? I got some name power for you. How about Adrian Curry? Adam Carolla? Adrian Lynch, Kathy Adrian, Griffin, Kathy Griffin, George Foreman, Betty White, a, wait, a, Leslie a, Nielsen, Adrian Curry, the Victoria's Secret model. Yes, Lance okay. Bass, Kathy. Nijini, I'm almost positive that was yeah. Announcer Rich Fields and your host Ricky Lake. Well, we can't talk about this because it's a game show marathon from 2006 on CBS. Well, we already talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago when we did the uh, Wolpert thing, that this is what we're setting up for. We're covering all the shows that are components of Gabe Show Marathon. Is set up. We can move on now. Okay, I'm going to need you guys to explain something to me off air about Game Show Marathon because I have a question with regards to that and I don't want to bog down the show any further. We'll we put still it have in the chat so we can get back to it so you don't forget. We still have to get to through the Alec Baldwin edition of Match Game that is currently... Well, we're not even up to that currently? yet. Toby, like I said, different wavelengths. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this was, this was ultra cheap. It was a one-season wonder. The 98. The 98. Uh, Toby, the 98 again. Toby, to answer your question for the exact fucking reason you think I know. <laughs> like I said, different wavelengths. Um, yeah, 98 was a was a dumpster fire. It should have been canceled faster than MGHS was. Unfortunately, it wasn't. Um, eh, you see me in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I'm a more sophisticated version of Eric. Harry, to answer your question, likely? I'm pretty sure it is, yes. Okay, because I don't recall whether watching it, so I'm, I'm going to have to definitely do some... We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All yeah, straight. okay. Um, I do have enough homework as it is. Cricket that video, everything that else. That Pressure Luck video, that Pressure Luck series is going to be the fucking death of me. I can already feel that. All right. Yeah, you're you're gonna need to keep us on tack a lot. Uh, the next item, because I know I'm I know I'm doing a I know we're both like kind of equally fair sharing it here right now. But you get me started on PYL and well, I mean, in fairness, we did a half an hour on the news. So honestly, we're only like an hour and fifteen into the press into the uh, match game coverage for three shows. That's not bad. So let's advance to 2010. 
Uh, yes, 2010 Canadian match game. And now this is a oh, hold on. Hold. Now, now before we before we cover international versions any further, viewer discretion. I, first of all, I know Broadhurst is trying to say something here, so I'm gonna let him speak. Well, uh, I'm just saying that I I never heard of the Canadian version of this, and so now I'm heading to YouTube to have watching material for after the show. Go ahead, Brian. You're good. Um, I give it a seal of approval. John can go into detail specifics on the match game or on the Canadian version, nope. but I'm not the expert on international versions. Yeah, me neither. But you can read the you can read the non-academic source. So yeah, uh, inter other international versions. Uh, the Arab League country. Um, don't you mean countries? Plural? I don't know. I'm reading the non the non credible academic source. So and this apparently, is why it's not a credible academic source. Apparently, the League of Arab States is yes. a regional organization. Okay, I clicked on it. We all right. There's an Arabian or a, an Arabian. Wow, did I really say that? There is an Arabic version uh, called Game Match, or at least translated. Oh, she's cute. Um, that was in 2018. Argentina has created a version last year, um, 2021 through 2022. Australia has had several. Uh, in the 60s, they had match game featuring Michael McCarthy. Uh, in 77 to 78, they had Graham Kennedy's Blankety Blanks. Um, and then in 85 and 86 and 96 and 97, they had blankety blanks. That's the news desk item. Blankety blanks in the UK got revived. That's the news desk item from like top of the show that you were blanking on. Okay. So on. I'll decline the monkey. You weren't getting one anyways. Um, so I just pulled up the Canadian version of match game and this particular one holds Two special places for me. I'm about to say, it sounded like you were pulling a me when you were looking up everything. So well, let me, let me get through the list. Let me get through, because this is a long fucking international list. All right, go and ahead. Then can, and then we can spend tag, the time talking about match game or Canadian match game. Tag me back in once you're done getting through the list. Um, Brazil, we have Hogo Avela. I'm pretty sure that's Portuguese no, for match game. No. Was that a J at the front? Jogo. Yeah. Jogo. They pronounce the J in Portuguese. Oh, that's right. They don't pronounce the J so much in Spanish. I thought it was um, the H that was silent in Spanish. With Fausto Silvia from 89 to 93. Canada has had multiple versions. We're getting to that in a moment. Um, France has Le Bon Gien. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Again, my French is also very rusty. Uh, I will copy-paste this into the thingies because I know Eric will help me out on that one. Le bon jeune. Jeune. Okay. Very um, helping on that one. Germany schnick schnack. <laughs> from 75 <laughs> leave, to 77. Leave it to my people for that name. <laughs> Something um, easy to pronounce in German. That's a rarity. Danke. And then punkt, punkt, punkt. <laughs> what the fuck? What? 
That's what it's called. That's literally literally what it's called. I think it's like point, point, point. Sounds like a stuttering problem. Um, Where? From 91 to 94. This is also German. Of course it is. Uh, Match game Indonesia. That's literally just what it was called. Uh, In 2018... Uh, Japan, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. I, I, Gimu. I, I, Gimu. From 79 to 85, Mexico, Espacio en Blanco, in 2006. Blank, blank expression? Uh, blank space. Uh. Or blank in the space, actually, literally translated. Did I write your name? Uh, No. Uh, you, space. UK, a Taylor Swift reference. Get the fuck off the podcast. <laughs> UK, and we'll talk about this after Canadians' version, uh, since it does have its own dedicated uh, non-academic resource to it. Um, we have blankety blank uh, from seventy-nine to eighty-three, eighty-four to ninety, and ninety-seven to ninety-nine, and now apparently casting in twenty twenty-two. In oh, hold on. There's more. Uh, in oh one to oh two, um, the same host from ninety seven to ninety nine, Lily Savage, um, revived it, and it became Lily Savage's blankety blank. Uh, in two thousand sixteen, it went back to the normal name of blankety blank, uh, and then there was a Christmas special with Bradley Walsh on BBC One in twenty twenty. Damn it, Toby. Uh, and then there's a Vietnamese version. Try to pronounce that. That sounds about right, knowing my knowledge of Asian languages. I know my brother's going to kill me for not entirely having that perfect, but that's with that and the way that they have it, like, the Duan. Like, well, the what? first thing you have to do is get him to watch the podcast. Speaking of which, we mentioned we're going to be posting this on YouTube. We're live on Twitch. Where else are we live today? Currently also live on Facebook. Facebook.com slash W2M Network. Twitter.com slash W2M Network. And Twitter.com slash W2M Lilags. L-I-L-A-G-S. Yeah, yeah. that account is... um. Cause some interesting issues. You might also be able to find us on the actual website of the network too, w2mnet.com. But that'll be in syndication after the show has aired. <laughs> so, yes, that is the international versions. Nielsen or whoever the fuck wanted to take it away with Canada, go. I was going to give it to Eric because he usually does the international stuff around here. I didn't even know that much as far as with the Canadian version. My international is actually proper international across the pond. Canada is just our hat. (laughs) A Canadian revival of Match Game debuted on March 5th, 2010 as something in French that I can't fucking pronounce. A Quebecois version. With Alexandra Ah. Barrette. At Tom Crochet. Thank you. Uh, produced at, by Zone 3 in association with Fremantle Media North America. Not to be confused with Thunderball. Or Salazar. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, yeah. I'll infringe on my own gimmick, yeah. Fuck. 
comedy network. You didn't see that one coming, did you, Watkins? Their equivalent of Comedy Central. October of I th- Darren Rose, Sean Cullen, Deborah DiGiovanni is permanent panelists. I'm actually about to talk about that one right now. Also, Eating on Air is a W2 Web Network exclusive. Oh, uh, so I didn't know that they had L'Union Fait la Farce, the real quick. early version in the mid-70s. Harry? I'm done. Go. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's actually the version that I found was the uh, tw- was an episode from 2013, uh, November o- uh, the 11th, 2013. And two prime things that immediately stood out to me watching the intro for this in the background with the, with the sound muted. One, uh, Eric, did you ever, did you watch Superstore? It's some of it in the very beginning, yes. Uh, Dina, the manager, the really Ooh. neat. The, the one oh. with the cop costume in the first season? Yes, yes. The minute you said her name, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Uh, her her introduction on the show looks straight down her top. All right. Um. And this particular episode also has the now dearly departed Norm McDonald. Yeah, you might have to send that family to show. A Look, little bit. It's not- it's not my fault that she had mentioned lactating on an episode of Superstore. Wait, did I? No, I didn't watch. It. What were you saying? White flag. White flag. Ow. <laughs> Threw the notebook up and hit myself in the head. All right, you had a UK version that you were going to discuss, Mr. Espinosa. Sorry, you were drinking my bad. I could have timed that a little bit better. I'm also having dinner, but I mean, you know, again, eating on air, W2M network exclusive at freaking midnight. Oh, please! I, 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 gr- I actually made this yesterday. I have a gigantic 12 quart stock pot full of chili. Not to mention, I've had grilled cheese and tomato soup at two in the morning. So. Also, yeah, I am a true overnight person. I've actually cooked like full meals at like four in the morning, like three, four in the morning before. All right, let's talk about the UK version then if you're ready to discuss it. Hey John, you like talking about UK game shows? He want that's code for I want to eat, you take this over. Yes. I'm at the point of this episode now where I've done all the talking that I want to do. I would like to take a couple of moments to eat. Also turn your own microphone on. I'm sure I'm sure Toby and the rest of our viewership does not want to hear me into my microphone. Your Indeed. mic is your mic is muted. His is on. Go eat, John. Go eat, Brian. So you got presenters on this like Terry Wogan, very famous British game show presenter. Host. They, call host. they don't call him host over there. They call him but host. that's the equivalent. Yeah. Hey, you said go British, I'm going British. Nah, don't go that British. Look, that was normally my gig, so look, he's passing on that gimmick. Nah, let him. Les Dawson, Paul O'Grady, David Williams, and Bradley Walsh, which is a name I actually recognize. 18 series, 266 episodes, plus what's about to come back. And 
It's a 70s match game. Very few deviants and such from here. They do list for every series and show, though, who is on the panel on the non-academic credible source. So They love doing that for the British shows. Yeah. Deep dive can be deep. Deep dive not going to be that deep. We ain't got time for all that. Oh, I ain't got no time for all that. Mm-mm. Because... We it's still have an American version to get to. We still have. In 2016, we got Alec Baldwin. We got ABC. We got Sunday Fun and Games block. And they Listen. bring it back to the legit 70s version once again, inflation included. Was it Sunday Fun and Games or was it Summer Fun and Games originally? Because I feel like this was a summer replacement at first. It was the summer of fun and games, but they did air this on Sundays. So it was a Sunday in summer fun and games. Correct. Harry, you are technically correct. The best kind of correct. W2M trademark. And um, Didn't didn't the ABC rebrand that to Sunday fun and games anyways? I think well, they it might was orig- It was originally Sunday Fun and Games, but then when they started expanding and, like, say, having Press Your Luck on Wednesdays and stuff, they made it a, the full-on summer of Fun and Games. So um, the sensors got sound effects this time. You had a slide whistle. You had some uh, bleep sensors going on. You had some uh, mouth pixelation. Giggity. Yeah. The slide whistle has always been a thing. They had the slide whistle back in the 70s version. They were heavy on the slide whistle like we're heavy on the monkey some weeks. Mm. Eric, you have a you have a video waiting for you inside of your Facebook Messenger for oh. when we're done. Thank you. And, um, well, Alex Baldwin's been a lot in the news lately. You want the details? Go to the archives. I mean, we haven't really followed up after uh, the most recent stuff that's come out with the interview and stuff. We haven't really after, followed after, up. Honestly, there hasn't been much to follow up aside from the fact that he went ahead and he turned his cell phone to into authorities as part of the investigation. That's been about it post-interview. It does say on the ABC casting website that Match Game is casting for 2022. Now, I rather, said, rather, I, rather or not that goes through with Alec as host is to be determined. I again, ABC protecting their guys. I kind of saw this coming. Last thing I'm going to mention from musical perspective, if you're looking at the 60s theme, it's called a swinging safari. When you went to 73. That one was performed by the Midnight Four. You get to match game Hollywood Squares there. You got the awesomeness of Ed Kalehoff in your years. 1990, they just reorchestrate things. 1998, provided by Square Productions. 2016, uses the original 73 package. That's all I got to say about that. All right, now that I've finished scarfing some food down my face. All right, first of all, you're not going to butcher Alec Baldwin's version of Match Game. We're going to talk about this legitimate for a moment. Um, 
unfortunately, it is the first ep- it is the first version of American Match Game to not host or feature or will have Charles Nelson Riley on it. <clears throat> the well, unfortunate reason for this is uh, Charles Nelson Riley passed away. He did. Uh, but this will be the first version of Match Game to not host Ma- Charles Nelson Riley. He has been on every single version of Match Game up to now. Real quick, did Betty White do anything with this Alec Baldwin version? She wasn't on 98, though. Oh. She was listed in the 98 credits? Was she? I don't remember. I thought you guys mentioned her name when you went through some of the names that were on the episodes in 98. No. no that was that, 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 or was that 90? No. Oh, Game Show Marathon. My bad. I misheard. Go ahead. Continue. Oh, that's right. No, I can't say that because Nelson Riley wasn't on match game. I wasn't on Game Show Marathon. Well, he passed away by Game Show Marathon as well. So did he? Charles Nelson. I actually. Oh no! Wait, he might have died in the year after. Twenty fifth, two thousand and seven. He was probably poor health. Yeah, back in two thousand six. So yeah, he could have been on it, but he wasn't. So yeah, because I mean, if you look at by the time that he did the famous GSN Millennium Series finale countdown in ninety nine, starting to take a bit of a toll. Oh, probably publicizing South by Southwest Film Festival Life O'Reilly movie that came out. Cod. Uh. Looks like natural causes. Hold on. Respiratory problems. Pneumonia complications. So my guess is he probably wasn't getting around. Pneumonia. My guess is he probably wasn't getting around real well towards the end there, which would disqualify him from being able to do game show marathon. Yeah. Because um, his, his death is like... He retired six- from television in 2004. Um, the movie came out in 06. So, yeah. All right, back to the, back to the Baldwin version. Go ahead. He was, he was not in any physical health to be on game show marathon. Yeah. So both. Yeah. Baldwin, Baldwin was actually really good on this revival version. Um, news on Baldwin. I did. I did do a quick uh, check of the news to see what I could find. Um, he has asked for dismissal of the lawsuit filed by the Rust script supervisor. So that's like one of two. Um, I heard talk that he was going to work with the family of the stunt woman that was killed. Director of photography. Yeah. Um, I know there is multiple lawsuits out there, but um, the one that the script supervisor brought up uh, is trying to be tossed. Um, Baldwin is also in the news, but for something totally non- Rust-related. He is being sued by the family of a fallen Marine for $25 million for defamation. Um, 
apparently this is news did we just get a second news desk yeah okay so apparently he's being sued because he sent money uh like he donated to some fallen marines go fund me and apparently again this is all you know alleged allegational etc i'll i'll get the cnn article in the art in the thing here but just tldring this um apparently baldwin messaged the the person on instagram uh about uh, the, that was um running the GoFundMe. Uh, apparently, he accused her of being a January 6th rioter. Um, and... So, about that ABC casting call. Oh! It might be casting for a new host. <laughs> yeah. If you know anybody who is indeed of experienced game show host... Call the wrong, wrong. No, I mean, also that, that was password. You missed it. When hey, we, we mentioned it. Burke Convy once tonight. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, no, apparently, um, he's being sued civilly over this. Um, there's nothing civil about a lawsuit, man. I mean, you're not wrong, <laughs> but yeah that's 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 in the news as of last friday yeah last friday we could go today well now technically we could go today because it's past midnight here on the eastern coast um so that's that's the current news on alec baldwin nothing about if he's staking with match game or abc or anything like that yet I don't imagine we'll find that out until, you know, another couple of months or so when it comes time for match game to begin taping. But yeah, he's facing a $25 million lawsuit from the family of a fallen Marine claiming that he called them insurrectionists. So Baldwin can't keep out of the freaking news right now. Um, I could make a fill in the blank thing here, but that'd be totally in bad taste. Is that a hint of a potential rebrand for the sh for the show's Twitter, Eric? No, that is the show's Twitter. <laughs> the reason why I say question mark is because if we like can ever get back into the account. <laughs> That's again. We're we're having we might be literally playing game password right now. Um. So yes. Uh. Do, 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 do. So Harry. Yes. Uh, yep. To, to, to to wrap this all up, uh, oh. our our deep dive <laughs> match game here. Um. We talked about the 62-69 series last week, right? Um, the original. 11 episodes of that are have survived. The pilot and 10 kinescope recordings, uh, all of which are archived at the Paley Center for Media. Um, kinescopes, yep. 
episodes from 1973 to 1982 uh, are exist and they are known to air on Buzzer and GSN. Um, Definitely still in repeat in Buzzer. I just watched one a couple of nights ago, right before and right after an episode of uh, Concentration. Some of the episodes from various versions of Match Game will likely never rerun, though, uh, because of rights clearances. Um, other episodes, there's actually if you go on if if you go on YouTube and you type in Match Game Band episodes, <laughs> there is a uh, channel out there called Match Game Productions. There is a ten and a half hour long video of banned rare and skipped episodes that will more than likely never again appear on television. Um, Whoever you are, that is mainly channel, you are awesome and are, you need to keep doing what you do. Uh, mainly because of celebrity answers or things that were said on the show. Um, I know that there's one and uh, you, you don't send your hate mail to s.garmer at gmail.com on this one. This is legitimately for the purposes of educational, you know, none of the views are the views actually expressed or recognized here. I sense an uh, N-word forthcoming. No N-word. Oh, it gets worse. Uh, there was an episode where Brett Summers gave the answer of fag. Like gay fag. Oh, not the cigarette version. No. Correct. Yeah, that that that's that's negative squirrel right there. Yeah. Yeah, luckily we weren't gonna have this episode monetized on YouTube anyway. So. All I'm gonna say is cultural changes over a 50 year time span. Yes. No, still still no place for it. There's there's hate is what hate. Was, what 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 was considered culturally appropriate in those times is not culturally appropriate today. The merits of whether or not it was appropriate to begin with can be debated at a later time in a later place by other people. Than me. But what was considered culturally appropriate for television at that point in was. time is not the same as it is nowadays in 2022. Let me simplify this. If I ain't touching that shit on point of viewer, you shouldn't either. Yeah, and that man's pretty damn unhinged and uncensored if you uh, go back and watch our episode from last Friday. Oh, and if you think Real last quick. Friday was something. All right, let's let's go ahead and start to bring this home because we're up at, we're up near two fifteen here, uh, gentlemen. Well, bring it at home. Hold on, I got one last thing, and then we could go into the outro and whatever. No, the fuck I've got doing. a question. Okay, well, you can hold on to your question because I'm not done yet. Oh, I'm go ahead. One last fucking thing, in. Jesus Christ. If I'm, you want to, I'm see, rushing the show. If you want to see actual professionals do a deep dive. On Match Game, 2006, GSN produced and aired an hour-long documentary titled, titled The Real Match Game Story Behind the Blank, narrated by Jamie Farr. Uh, the documentary includes footage of the 60s version, odd and memorable moments from the main Gene Rayburn run, interviews with Rayburn, which includes his final interview before his death in 1999, Brett Summers, Richard Dawson, producer Iris Scutch, 
and other folks that were involved in the show's production. It's a good watch. Eric? Since we mentioned where we could be found in visual format, if you're... Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! You are not infringing on Broadhurst. Yeah, you're not still in my gimmick. Not to mention... Broadhurst take the gimmick and segue him up and set him up. I'm not ready for that yet because as Eric has just shown you, I've got a question. Oh. Uh, This is kind of a kickoff trademark. We're going to bring it over here to... Life is like a game show as a way to wrap up the show at the end of the episodes going forward, if you guys don't mind. In this particular one, I ask you very simply, which version of Match Game is your personal favorite? You know what? Funny that you mentioned that particular question. Mr. Watkins, I suppose I'm starting with you. I'm going to be honest. I cut my teeth on Match Game 98. That was my first exposure to it. When I moved, yes, really. I did. Now, again, let me finish with that. I moved up to Maryland in 99, started high school. As part of the cable up there, there was a split package game show network for. You've told this story. You've told this story before. Exactly. So when I would get home from school, sometimes I would go on GSN, and especially at that time when I was up there, August, September, well, really September, going October 99, they were airing at that time on weekends, runs of Match Game 73. Weekdays, Match Game 75. I took a look at it, thought it was fantastic. So you're, which one are you specifically going with for your favorite? As much as I would love the ball, as much as I love the ball when a revival, I go with the original. Uh, do you have a specific? Okay. Uh, okay, so it's the seven, the Rayburn 73 to 82 run. Okay, very well. Do you have a specific one that stands out as your favorite? No specific episode from there. And the reason why I say funny you mentioned that, Toby himself, nearly an hour ago now, asked yeah, the same I, question. Uh, Mr. Nielsen, I ask you the same question, even though I've lost my graphic, apparently. I've got to agree to an extent. The only thing that I can hold fault with on 73 to 82 is the fact that you could get straddling episodes in a way. You get a front game, there's not enough time for the super match, audience match, and all that, and that has to carry the next episode. That is why my favorite is PM. You got three front rounds, so you got a little bit more action there. And you had more money because syndication. A very, very close second to the Baldwin era because it pretty much ran the same. Mr. Espinosa. You know, this is actually kind of tough for me, right? Um, you say 98, you're getting a damn bottle. I would never say 98. I think he might lean towards 90, actually, based on the conversation we had earlier. He says 62. I'm going to see red lights underneath me, I think. 
No, because I couldn't I couldn't do it in honest. See, I cut my teeth on the 7382 Gene Rayburn run, right? When when I discovered Game Show Network, that was definitely a heavy hitter in the rotation. Um I discovered MGHS back in what the early 2000s like when I was in high school and I loved it right like when especially when I realized with that you know the look that Harry had on his face earlier and I'm like wait a minute is this the fucking car cube from the price is right nobody expects a Spanish yeah that kind of threw me a little earlier tonight not gonna lie but the, the more that I delved into the world of game shows, I found out about Match Game 90, right? And actually, I like that. Thank you. We might as well call this the final thought. Um, since, since you're here and I that make, Wouldn't this make more sense when we cover baggage? Continue. I just got I just got infringed on somehow. Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it's a bit of a it, it's it, for me. It's honest to God. It's a bit of a toss up between MGHS and Match Game Ninety. I loved the over-the-topness, if you will, of MGHS, right? Like MGHS, literally the only thing you could have changed about MGHS to make it perfect was John Bauman. But I think that's universally agreed to. To Peter Marshall. And to anybody else. You're damn right. Literally anybody else. You're damn right. I didn't hate Bauman, but I like any why other people would actual, feel that way. Any other actual game show personality. Any actual game show personality. But I also liked Match Game 90 because Match Game 90, when I first saw it, was what I expected of a match game revival you stuck you you had a modernized theme that went with that 90s game show era of upbeat jazzy everybody was using a saxophone back then right and the closing i think was an exact clone of 73 so I, I'm kind of torn, right? I think if I absolutely, like, on the spot, had to make the decision, at the end of the day, I think I go with Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour. Okay. Not not a surprise. All right. Allow allow me, uh, maybe not necessarily full screen here, but allow me a little bit of latitude with regards to my answer. You guys know that I am, comparatively speaking, a relative game show novice. I am what I have called myself on the show here, the casual game show viewer. When we first got cable, 
one of the channels that I discovered when we first got cable was Game Show Network, and I was immediately hooked. And to me, and the way it's been since I first saw it there, and the way it'll always be for me, it's time to match the stars. Jamie Farr, Brett Summers, Charles Nelson Riley. Insert random fourth person here. Richard Dawson and Betty White as we play the star-studded match game 75. 75? Okay. The Gene uh, Rayburn era. That I, again. I think he just picked a random year there, but yeah. Well, again, that was the time. It was around the same time that I was. That's the episodes that they were airing on GSN weekdays. over the match game side of match game Hollywood squares. Just so I didn't have to worry about that Hollywood squares. See, I enjoy, I, I, I'm with, uh, I'm with Brian here. I actually really enjoy match game Hollywood squares. When I watch the repeats in, on, on buzzer. Match game side is up. Uh, the Hollywood squares side. is. Fun I liked too, what they you. did with the super match as well. In that version. With the Again, 10, 20, you got, rid of the star, you got rid of the star wheel. Like, that was the alternate that they needed to the star wheel. And, and again, the only thing that would have made it better was, at least in some people's minds, a change of Hollywood Square's host for that half. Because think about it, right? If you introduce something like that, and they could rig it, right? Like, I am almost positive. Like, don't quote me on this, but... If I'm a stand, if I'm a producer, right, of of Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour, I am going to select the person I want to have that thirty square. I am not going to leave that to chance, to random chance. I am not going to leave that to a random draw out of a hat or a random number generator, or whatever pseudo random thing that you could think of that could determine that. Did Balvin ever have the thirty? To your knowledge. I wouldn't I imagine. Think, so. I I don't think they would just because even if they, even if they're if even if they did do that <laughs> randomly, they would probably exclude Bauman just to avoid the Any standards sort. and practices conundrum. Yeah, I was going like, to say they could probably have it all documented and everything. Hey, this is how we selected it, but. Even if even if there's the 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 notion, like even if there's the appearance of impropriety, the court of public opinion will go. That's impropriety. Well, not to mention with the history with scandals and game shows as well. It's probably best to leave that. That's, in the that's, past. What that's exactly what I'm, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. They'll be like, oh, the host had the thirty. Well, the host knows the answers because he's the host. So rigged. Eric graphic. But I I think if they I, I think that that super match right they chose I'm almost willing to bet like I if I if I knew somebody who worked on the show and I could ask him I I really would um, but I am willing to bet that the producers actually chose who had the thirty spot right and, and then the tens and the tens and twenties were just at random. Probably. And if they did that on the regular match game, right? 
you would have never had the Richard Dawson problem because you always make sure that he never has the 30. So people never always get on the show. Like the, the people will watch a show enough and be like, well, Richard Dawson never has the 30. So I'm forced to pick another celebrity if I want the 30. Or do you I go- even you could even go one further and always give him the 10. I was just going to say, because in sprinkling a few times where he has the 20, to make it a bit. So basically what you're saying is, is to put the debate out there. Do I want to go for the bigger money or do I want to go for the guaranteed advancement? But Dickie Dawson was not always a guaranteed advancement either. He's gotten it wrong a few times. Especially when it comes to a British versus American perspective. All right. Dawson is British. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening and or watching Life is Like a Game Show, a presentation of the W2M Network online at w2mnet.com. In addition, you can find us on all of your favorite audio streaming platforms, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, CastBox. Hey, Eric, guess what? You can review us on Spotify. It's here. You can no, also- that's the new gimmick. That's the new freaking gimmick. Shut up. You can you can also view us in video format by finding the show and the network on Facebook at w2mnet.com, I believe is the Facebook page. Yeah, facebook.com slash w2m network. Twitch.tv slash w2m network. Twitch.tv slash w2m net. I always get those confused. It happens. As well as looking on the Twitter on W2Mnet or looking on the, as you can see on Jonathan Chiron underneath his name, the show's official page, W2M Lilags. Twitter.com slash W2M Network. Twitch is the only oddball out of those three. Ugh. All right. Jonathan, oh. as as people can see, where, where can people oh, find oh, you? Hold on. on. We have one more plug. You're going to have to get used to this. Oh, so, 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 hey, uh, hey, Eric, remember we've been teasing for a month now, maybe a little bit more than that, about a super secret project with the network. And that was that we had set to be due by the end of the month and we're coming in under the wire. Yeah, we're coming in under the wire on this one. Well, guess what? We have a thing. We are going to make sure that it is linked in the show description. But uh, you, 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 hey, 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 Eric, guess what? Discord is here. You stole my gimmick. You, no, no, they stole my gimmick, you some bitches. Well, I had to go ahead and change up the one with Spotify because it's not just the fact that Spotify is here, it's the fact that you can rate and review. Exactly. We go really need the rate and reviews on that. We need the rate and, and on YouTube too. On Spotify. So I think we, YouTube doesn't have, YouTube doesn't have reviewing. We but you can go ahead and, and ring the bell. Subscribe, ring the bell, and like our videos, please, for the love of God. Jonathan, but, where can people? Oh, go ahead, finish off, we, Brian. I'm sorry. Yes, we now we now have a Discord server. We've been working on it for for a little while now, uh, but it is ready to go. It will be going. It is a, it is officially going public right now, right this very moment. Um, you can uh, join us. Uh, there is a Discord. There will be a Discord link posted with the video. Um, hey, Eric, is there a way to get that Discord link that I just posted to actually come up on screen there? Um, I got a solution. 
He's just going to edit his name, isn't he? Probably. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can click on the invite. I just can't click the link itself. Well, there it is. Yes, we now have a shiny. For the alphanumerics. My guess. Uh, we're working. We we will be working um, with with the uh, with with Sean, um, Mr. Hate Mail himself. Mr. Hate, yes, Mr. Hate Mail himself. Uh, to to be able to simplify this, where you can just go to w2mnet.com/discord. But we don't have that implemented quite yet. But our Discord server is live. Uh, when like you when you join, you will need to agree to the community rules, and then you can click on all of the shows that we have available and follow your favorite ones, and you'll be able to interact with the four of us in Discord uh, and ask us questions, give us ideas for shows, talk about game show news, anything you want right there in Discord. You can even tell Rancid Randy what you think of him for making uh, certain brackets such. When, when he gets on the Discord, yes. Folks. I'm going to reiterate my stance on this. Kicking and screaming. Look, Jonathan, if, if we have to black bag you for the Discord, we'll do that too. I'm already there. Jonathan, where can people find you on the socials? You see the other part down there, GTN2002. That'll work for Twitch. It'll work for Twitter. It'll also actually, on Facebook, work for a public page. Not my personal profile, but... It'll get you connected that way. Who gave you a page? I gave you can create a page. it. You can I just haven't been using it for like years. Why? Right, anyways, Brian, the game pro hosting the thing. The life of an educator and you need to separate things from your Okay, that's fair. That's So they can review the teach and stuff. That makes sense. All right. Brian, Brian, where can people find you online? Oh, but if you're going to Instagram, it's jtk2002ny. And now Brian can talk about dark Twitters and all that kind of stuff. I guess it's I, I guess I'm up for dark Twitter this week, uh, Eric. We're what we both for. I'm trying uh, to get you to use the hell out of yours. I've been putting up. Some I have been online. using mine. You keep you, more you dark supposed to send me people to follow. More dark get people to follow me. More dark Twitter talk tomorrow on point of view. Yeah, this is eleven topic. 11 p.m. Uh, speaking Eastern. of speaking of which, you can find me as the disembodied voice <laughs> harassing the shit out of this black man. Oh, that's the wrong way. Out of this black man right over here. He is and a yes, black I'm man in his closet, folks. <laughs> yes. Make your own lot. joke. No, no, no. no, no pointing, out, pointing, the, pointing that way was pointing at the window, which means there's a black man outside my window. Which is moderately racist. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm allowed to get away with that one because of my friendship with Eric. Okay, I get one a week. Anyways, uh, in addition, you can also find him oh, yes, at you the can, end. You, you can. I I can do my own plugs, Broadhurst. Besides, I don't know. I mean, he's not if like you every... guys wouldn't keep fucking cutting me off. He's not like everybody. He's not used to the bigger ones like us, okay? He doesn't have that level of experience yet. No, no, I got He's that level training. of experience, buddy. You can, you can you sit on one and rotate, hey, Harry, okay? Uh -huh. <sighs> okay. Yes, you can find me on Point of Viewer as the disembodied voice harassing the hell out of your friend and mine. 
Mr. Mr. Squid Sportshead up there. Uh, I am also the host of League to the Max or whatever. Uh, Mondays here on the W2M Network. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at The Andesian. Uh, if you slide into the DMs, undergo a vetting process. There are other social medias available as well. Uh, a dark Twitter, a Snapchat, etc. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. You want to take us the hell out of here for a change? Somebody other than Broadhurst? Nope. He uh, Broadhurst Eric, is like fucking it all up tonight. Eric has to do his uh, his his plugs, and then I got mine. As you can see at Squid Sports Head on Twitter, that's his main one. Um, I'm checking in as far as right after this level of shenanigans, reviving soccer to the max, covering the United States 1-0 win and qualifying over El Salvador. Don't expect a whole bunch, but myself and Mr. Hate Mail on soccer to the max. And not only am I the host of the aforementioned point of viewer, Friday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern here on the W2M Network, if you happen to tune in Mondays to lead to the max or whatever, I am the disembodied voice harassing the shit out of that guy right down there. And He's I, not wrong. No, no, I, I'm not. And naturally, if I'm on some other different variety of shows or ones that we may come up with, especially if I get to teach all sons of bitches cricket on here, you may get another of that one. Cricket to the max. I said it before. You happen to slide into my DMs on Twitter, undergo a more thorough and strict vetting process than the Andesian Snapchat. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Who said that my vetting process wasn't strict and rigid? He did. It's definitely rigid, I can tell. I don't know. I mean, are you, if you're employing some of your former tactics, then yes, I will agree with you. But yes, dark Twitter, Snapchat, Telegram, Kick, Telegram. Maybe, maybe, maybe me, we, wherever I'm at, and all the cavalcade of. Don't stuff. play with your me, we in public, Eric. Family show. <laughs> Look, I didn't even mention Dark Reddit, but keep in mind, I will be mentioning the shit out of that tomorrow. All right. Night. You know what? Speaking of shits, can we hurry this the hell up? Because I need to go take one. I'm about to wrap it up right now. Thank you for the thank you for the lead in there. At HEB the Eagle, pretty much everywhere. Facebook, uh, Instagram, Yahoo. Although, hate mail to s.garmer at gmail.com as previously specified. Um pretty much you know where to find me if you've been listening to these shows long enough i will say this much i will be back i will be back on the w2m network this sunday night sunday 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 as myself and mr podcast mark rattledge bring you the indie siders episode three we cover the world on gcw and icw no holds that's holds eric bard volume 21 do yes, I yes. Another channel. Do I have to make another channel on the Discord? Insiders. No, it's, it's, it's part of it's part of TV party tonight. Oh, okay. We just dub, we we've dubbed ourselves the Indiesiders as a as a parody of the Outsiders. Speaking of Rattledge, February twentieth, when we go crash his show. That'll oh, be that an episode of Damn You Hollywood. Actually, for... no. It will not be Damn You Hollywood. It will be. 
on trial as the four of us will join as a special extended jury as we put the movie quiz show on trial. All that shit's forthcoming here on the W2M Network for Eric, John, for Eric, John, and Brian. I'm Harry. You have been listening to Life is Like a Game Show or watching, whatever. Take your method of choice. A presentation of the W2M Network. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.